service is no longer offered at Fantastic Sam's at this time. I have never been to Fantastic Sam's. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> and a Kentucky Karate? A, a Kentucky Karate? Hey, I love that. Kentucky Karate. Oh, good morning, ass family, and welcome to another fun-filled edition of, you guessed it right, the Arnie State Show. I hope that you're doing good on this Tuesday so far, we got a lot to get to today. I, I mean, a lot to get to, but we got to start with. <laughs> greatest <laughs> ever. <laughs> really. <laughs> LeBron James got swept out of the playoffs. <laughs> and now he's contemplating on whether he'll return or not. Motherfucker, you ain't even close. You lost to the Denver Nuggets. I don't care that Denver's having a good year this year. Denver's not a basketball town. They can have the hockey. Their football was good at one time. But basketball, the Nuggets, come on. You lost to the... He hasn't won a championship as a Laker yet, has he? (laughs) 
Get out of town, clown. My God. Oh, so, yes, the Lakers were eliminated last night. So that, that that's a bit of good news. Uh, let's get to the good mornings because, boy, oh, boy, do I have a hell of a way to start the show today. Uh, let's see. Oh, oh, I got to tell you a story, too. Uh, swoosh, first one here. He says, morning, ass family. Battleborn in Nebraska says, good morning, Dr. States, and happy Taco Tuesday, ass family. Right back at you, my man. The good Darren says, good morning, ass family. Great song to start off the day. Yes, today we're continuing the 80s and one of, if not the greatest soundtrack track of the 80s, if not all time, Purple Rain. So, so we went with the title cut, and then we went with Morris Day in the Time because, well, you cannot go wrong with Morris Day in the Time, period, ever. So there you go. Little, little, little funk to start you out here on, on this Tuesday morning. Uh, House of Pain says, good morning, ass family. Battleborn in Nebraska says, vagina. I, I love this fucking drop so much. Vagina. Vagina. <laughs> so good. Trash Panda says, morning, ass family. Derek, my man, Derek, good morning, my friend. How are you? Becca, Becca. He says, good morning, ass family. It's time for Wimpy to pay up on this fine Tuesday. Becca. Yes, indeed, it actually is. Good morning to my next friend, Stinkfist. He says, morning, ass, nothing like a little prince to start off the day. Well, here you go. Here's yours. There you go. That's all you get. Yeah, because I, I don't want them coming after me. Uh, so there you go. Good morning. Uh, Trash Panda says the time. Hot Mama is all up in this motherfucking house. Fuck your mama. Fuck your mama. Hot Mama, good morning to you. Sanchez family says, hey now, shitbird. Well, hey there. Battleborn says, dancing in my seat to Morris. Well, of course you are. Longhorn Wiener Dad So this morning, my brother asked family, nothing fancy. Just a plain old 958. No, you still sucks. Amen to that, my man. Oh, my lucky stars. The one, the only bratty kid is in the house. <laughs> a knee slapper. It's a knee slapper. <laughs> uh, Cowboys girls. We're not going to bow down and kiss the ring of the alphabet cult. Uh, let's see. Scott says, good morning, Arnie and ass family. Uh, hell yeah. Fuck LeBron. Amen to that. Fuck LeBron for sure. Oh, look who it is. He's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, just a great guy and really uh, very, very knowledgeable. He has a tremendous memory. Man. And really enjoyed being with him. Yeah. Wow. You're out. Thank you so much for saying that. I mean, and your Tommy Lasorda impression is dead on. My gosh. She says, morning all. My coworker is a diehard Nuggets fan. Can't wait to hear basketball talk today. Well, just remember. He's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, what you said about me. He's a great guy and yeah. really uh, very, you. very knowledgeable. He yeah. has a tremendous memory. Mm -hmm. I do. And I do. really enjoyed being with him. Yeah, yeah thank you. I, 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 I enjoy our time together as well. You're out. Uh, <laughs> I told you you'd like it. Uh, yeah, he won the uh, bubble year. Doesn't count. Okay, yeah, never mind then. He won a ring during the COVID bubble. Uh, Chazman says, good morning, ass family. Words of wisdom for today. Pink tacos are the best tacos. Indeed. Stackar says, good morning, ass family. That song always makes me want some Oreos. <laughs> You're out, says, ha ha, I love it. Good, good, good. So there you go. Uh, it was hard at work this morning. Have, uh, man, oh man, we have so much to get to. <sighs> we got to start with this. This is the world that we live in right now. And, and, and you know I talk about it all the time and how much it pisses me off. 
want you to hear, this is the stupidity in our current world. Um, let's see. Let's go uh, right here. So I was just picking up my vehicle from an oil change and the person came out of the garage and said, what can I do for you, young lady? And I know that this was intended to be a greeting of respect and kindness or politeness maybe, but I had this immediate like, okay, young, maybe comparatively, I'll take it. But I was like, lady, what do I do with that? Like, it's so complicated because I know this person only intended kindness. There was a smile on their face. Like I know that they weren't trying to like patronize me or gender me, but I felt so gendered and so inappropriately gendered. And I don't know what to do with that. Like, what do you do with that? How about this? How about if you stop overestimating? How about this? How about you listen to a little show called the Arnie State Show? And, and, and you realize that rule number one is consistency. Rule number two is uh, uh, logic. You got to use logic. And rule number three is fuck your... A, a woman who was upset because she went to an oil change place, a Jiffy Lube, if you will, and they greeted her with, hey, young lady, how can we help you today? And she got upset over that. What am I supposed to do with this? You're supposed to say, oh, thank you. This is what you can help me with, you kind person. Because you even said it in your fucking stupid rant that you knew this person wasn't trying to oh, gender you. You can't even be fucking nice anymore. You can't. Now. There is a story that is uh, is going around the old interwebs. Now, here it is. Here's a story about this kid. It's happened in the UK, and they're trying to make this, they're trying to ban this from uh, TikTok for it being a, uh, a new thing. Uh, a fella, they call him a lad. That's how you can tell it's written in Great Britain. A lad who startled a young family when he randomly walked into their house for TikTok clout has also stolen an elderly woman's dog and says he doesn't care what people think of him. You see, when we start letting everybody feel so touchy-feely, they think they can get away with shit. Now, 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 his name is Bakari Agaro, who goes by the name Mizzy. And this guy's got a bunch of fucking videos of him stealing people's dogs, walking into people's houses, and he says he doesn't care. Well, Mizzy, let me tell you, I, I hope that somehow you can hear this show over in Great Britain. Um, because if you do, write me at arnieradio1 at gmail.com, and I will send you my home address, and we'll set up all the video cameras, right? And you can walk into my house. Now, sadly, though, the the only thing that you're ever going to hear after that is
Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? He's trying to get clout by stealing people's dogs. Touch my dog and see what happens. First of all, he will slobber all over you, and you'll think that's gross, and then you'll do something even more stupid like hit him or something. And then, then I will not be held responsible for my actions. I, I, I'm, just, I'm just telling you this right now. You better call, you better call the SWAT team because you fuck with my dogs. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Come on now. That'd be like touching one of my hats. Uh, you know why you can do this? They have no Second Amendment. Yep, exactly. Exactly. And, and they're empowered. They're empowered. And do you know what they're empowered by? They're empowered by snowflakes all over the Internet. That's who they're empowered by. I saw something yesterday, and uh, I, I put this up on my uh, social media page. Now, I don't know. Um, <laughs> won't even waste the shells. He'll hear sick balls. Um, I saw this yesterday. And it, it, was, it was a post from somebody, and I know them, and if they listen to the show, they're going to be probably awful mad at me that I'm making fun of this. But you see, this is the bullshit. Positive things to say to your child. Like, uh, the, the, and there's 50 of them. We ain't going to do, do them all. But, but it's garbage like this. I love how you said that. Your ideas are great. Being kind does not make you weak. Now, I'm going to put my own little twist on this little, 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 little list of, uh, of uh, sayings here. Let's have a little bit of fun, shall we? Let's say these positive things that were said to you as a child that were not so positive. Number one, you are helpful. As helpful as a fucking, <laughs> as helpful as a hula hoop in a thunderstorm. You were right. You are stupid. I know you did your best, and that should show you that your best sucks. You have great ideas. If ideas were shit, Number six might be one of my favorites here. I love being your mom. Now now the way I would say it, I love being your mom when you're in dad's custody. Number nine, you make me proud. You make me proud that I got a vasectomy finally. You don't have to be perfect to be amazing because you're nor perfect nor amazing. You're a dipshit. I believe you. I believe you when you say you are retarded. I'm so glad you're here. Now I don't have to scoop up the dog shit. Number 31, <laughs> you can try again tomorrow, but I'm sure you'll fail again. 
Don't compare yourself to anyone else because they're all better than you. It's okay to be scared if you're a pussy. Being kind doesn't make you weak. No, it makes you a fag. (laughs) That one's my favorite one. Positive things to say to your child. Being kind doesn't make you weak. No, it makes you a fag. (laughs) (laughs) Woo! Buenos dias, soakers! Like a garage, like a garage. There you go, there you go. Like a garage. I'm age. Konnichiwa, bud. What's up? How's it going? Domo arigato. Round here, we speak American. Okay, bud? Mage says, good morning, ass and AIG. The line my dad always said was, you're dumber than a bag of hammers. Oh, I've heard that one. Uh, I've heard a box of hair. Oh, I, I, I've heard a lot of these. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. Uh, your ideas are great for a monkey. Uh, let's see. Uh, I'm listening, but I'm not understanding a fucking thing you're saying. Not everyone will like you, and that's okay. Hell, I fucking hate you. Number 47. That's a great question. For an idiot. (laughs) I'm so excited I get to spend time with you instead of doing something I'd enjoy. I could do this fucking shtick all fucking day. Oh, that's too nice. One time my dad said, sometimes you're so fucking dense. If your IQ was two points higher, you'd be a houseplant. Oh, God. It's good to be curious. If you want to die like the fucking cat. (laughs) Number 18, you can say no, but then I'll have to kick the shit out of you. Number 20, for those incestual types in Tennessee, we can try it your way, but daddy always said blood was the best lubricant. I have to stop. I have to stop or this will fucking go out of fucking control so you see you got this positivity shit you got all this stuff and it's led to this 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 falseness of he called me a lady oh my god what am i supposed to do and you want to say you're the same as us this next video i'm going to play this audio clip It's from a man 
named Audie Garrido. Augie Garrido was the one of the greatest college baseball coaches ever. Was at Cal State Fullerton for a while, won a couple national championships at the prestigious University of Texas. And I believe this was during a national championship campaign that this speech was uttered. They don't have one guy on that team who could play for us. And they kicked the ever-loving shit out of us. The score does not even reveal the difference in these two teams. Fortitude. If this was a fucking fist fight or a gang fight, which most of you don't know one fucking thing about, we would be dead. If it was a boxing match and each individual took the beating that we took here today, I wouldn't have to be doing this. I'd just come and visit your ass in the hospital and say, when you get the fucking wires off of your mouth from the broken jaw and you can see again because your eyes are swollen now and you can walk again because the guy just punched you in the gut 55 fucking times, all I'd have to say is, with all that, when you get better, we'll have a little chat about how this guy just fucking destroyed you. Okay? Now, I'm not depersonalizing this when I say you. Us is the right word. It applies to all of us. I'm taking the blame, so don't, I don't want this to sound like, I, they, they outcoached us because they played better. I'll take the blame for the loss. But I want you to see clearly, crystal clear, about what this fucking game is really, they don't. How do you think that speech would go over today? Oh my God, do you know how many counselors would be needed? Every player would need their own fucking counselor. Oh, my God. I can't believe he talked to us like that. It's just a baseball game. We only lost four to two, and he's comparing it to me being hospitalized because I was hit in the gut 55 times. Yes, because that's what losing is supposed to feel like. But you see, you see, I didn't do this. It's my generation that's done it, and the generations that followed me that's done it. That is, it, you know what? Let, let me say this right now. To all the young people out there, I apologize to y'all. I apologize that, that you were born. First of all, that I'm truly sorry that you were born. And secondly, secondly, I'm sorry you were raised to believe a bunch of lies. That whole sheet of positivity, it's all lies. All of it. And you were born to believe that, and, you, and, and for some reason you believe it in your core, and you're wrong. It is okay to be kind. It's okay to be nice to people. I try to start off being nice to people. It's them they get me going. It, it, it's when I see these clips of a girl going, can you believe he called me young lady and asked what he could do for me? I have never. I, I, I mean, I, honestly. Where did I put that damn drop? Oh, I know where it is. Yeah, it's in here, right here. See, see, that's the kind of stuff that, that, that makes this the most true comment I can live by. And hate is a hell of a motivator. Oh, it is. Oh. Oh, I despise humanity. 
This sounds like most of my coaches growing up. Trash Panda, me too. Me too, but they can't coach like that anymore. You know what else they can't do that? They can't do that in the military anymore with drill instructors. All because the sensitive society said enough is enough and we need our safe spaces and we need this and we need that. Do you know why the drill instructors do what they do? Do you happen to know why? Do you think they do it for their own enjoyment? Now, I imagine that some would because I know I would. But you see, they have a job to do. And what that job entails is basic training is, what, six or eight weeks? So you have two months, two months to unfuck everything that has been fucked up the first 18 years of this kid. You ha- their job is to reprogram this, this person into, and I will steal it from stripes, a lean, mean, fighting machine. That's their job. That's the military's job is then to go and fight. Okay, it's not to provide counseling. It's not to provide bottom surgery for all these trannies. The military's job is to protect America. But you see, we've let these people get in. And by these people, I mean the fucking feely type people. You know, the ones that actually drive to work with the windows down and this is cranked. They need faith spaces in basic training. No, they don't. That's the last place they need it. My high school baseball coach was a fucking asshole and the greatest coach I ever had. Amen. Stink fist. The, the best coaches were the fucking... My favorite coaches were when I when I switched leagues. Um, and, and, and this is, this is as I look back on the dichotomy and the, the birth of Arnie State's, I know, it's fucking deep. But I look back to when I played for this team called the Fireballs. Because, you see, the first team I ever played for, I started playing baseball when I was eight years old. Because I didn't want any of that bullshit T-ball. And it really wasn't available then, because that was before, you know, we'd have to put it on a dinosaur bone and hit it. So we started, and it was Father Pitch League. My dad used to like to strike me out. That's a true story. My dad, when it was my dad's turn to pitch on the team, my dad kept his his lifetime average. I I, I ended up hitting like 200 off him. Dad owned me in that father punch son league. But I was hitting live pitching. We played for 10, and at eight years old, I look at it this way. You're learning the game. You know, you're there for the orange slices and the Coke after the game, and maybe if you like the game, and I love the game. I loved it because my dad loved baseball. It was really big this weekend. I got to take Roscoe to his first game, and he's like 10 months old, and I beat him by five months because I was like five months old when, when, when it was baseball season. So I got to go to my first game. 
I've been going to baseball games for over 50 years. I've watched the game. I love the game. I love the game more than any other game out there. I do love football. I, I, I don't put it, but baseball is my game. And it's so touchy-feely. Ugh. But but going back, so I played for this, this YMCA team, this father-son pitch league for a year, year two. And then I went to this other team called the Bears, and, and it had a coach that was all about enough of that shit. We even had a girl on the team. And that team was terrible, but I was a good player. Because I wanted to go to the batting cages. I wanted to, to strengthen my arm. We would steal balls from the batting cages, and we'd throw them across the street and make diving catches to practice our baseball skills. Because we were the last generations to actually enjoy playing outside. Uh, I tell my son all the time, life's hard. Anybody that tells you different is selling something. My son told me one time, but what about Jesus? I said, pray because it's good to pray, but I don't have the time to wait for the answer. There you go. The best coach my son ever had was an asshole. Called the kids out. My son loved him. I loved the coach. He was no bullshit. You know how many parents had issues with the coach? Oh, I'm sure all of them. Zach says, uh, good morning. Uh, uh, now deep thoughts with Arnie States. My first ball game was where, where, with my dad, uh, 1988. Uh, Arnie, dad, I'm going to scout att- attention striking out my boys. <laughs> yeah, no shit. So, uh, so then, you know, I played for this team, and I was real frustrated because, man, oh, man, I wanted to win. There was nothing more than I, I wanted to win, and, and I was a good player. I, I think the year, uh, this is no kidding, and, and I know it's only like, you know, 11 years old, but I hit like 800 one season. My dad kept all my stats. And, you know, you hit 800 some season, and a lot of people, you're getting eight hits out of every 10 at bats. So that's pretty fucking good. And these were on fields that didn't have fences. So my home run numbers were way down. Like, if I was a free agent, I'd be pissed that I had to play at these fields because I'd hit it over the fucking kid's head, but guess what? Arnie's fat. He's slow. By the way, Arnie's still slow. Got challenged to a foot race last night. Blew my knee out. Had to pop it back in place. That was embarrassing. Congratulations to the spawn. She beat me. Then I got I got a phone. My dad got a phone call from this coach. His name was Tony. Coach Tony. And he was the head coach and manager of the Fireballs. Now, everybody wanted to play for the Fireballs. Okay, Fireballs, they didn't have the shitty YMCA uniforms. Oh, no, sirree, Bob. They had their own uniforms. They were red. That's back when I still liked the color red. Um. Blue blue stripes up the side. You had blue piping on the socks and a blue hat. And they called. They said, hey, we want Arnie to play for us. And my dad was ecstatic. He was like, this is the first time you got drafted. <laughs> like, I'm not, I didn't know what that meant. So I was like, okay, I'm 12. They put me on this team, the Fireballs. And I, I, like, like there, there was one kid on the team, and they played in our league. There's one kid on the team. He he was the uh, he was the assistant coach, Dean. 
You ever met a guy named Dean that, that wasn't kind of pompous? I've, I've never met anybody that, that's named Dean that doesn't have a little pompous to him. It, but Coach Dean was cool. Boy, but he was fucking tough. He liked me, too. Well, his son, Bradley, was like, for the MVP of the season, it was, it was between Bradley and I, and Bradley won because fireballs went further in the playoffs. They went to the playoffs. The Bears, they sucked. Bradley was like a fucking hard-nosed Major League veteran at the age of 12. He tagged a kid so hard one time in the arm, it broke his arm. And I remember I showed up to practice, and, and everybody was kind of scared of Bradley in the league. I, I wasn't too scared of him. I was just like, you know, I, I respected his game. He Game respects game. Bradley was the first person to come up and welcome me to the team, which I, I knew I was on then. I was like, I got this made. And I had a battle with this other catcher, this kid named Ryan. And Ryan's like, oh, you know, I'm the starting catcher on this team. I was like, yeah, okay, cool. You know, I, I'm here to play baseball. I don't care. Whatever. Yeah, motherfucker lost his starting job, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Season eight, I had I, I had a dip that season. I only hit five thirty three. But Tony was the hardest coach I ever. I, that, he was an asshole to me. He yelled at me. Those are the guys who did the hidden balls when we had to run laps. Mo, one of the, one of the best years, though. I mean, like except for getting thrown out of the playoff game because I called my old coach a cocksucker right in front of my mom. And once again, I was 12. But that year is what taught me that I have this, this competitive streak in me, this, this, this thing. And that, that's why radio was so good for me, because at that time, radio was very competitive. Podcasting is very competitive. I don't know who the fuck I'm competing against. I'm competing against a, 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 a guy who has a platform with the UFC, with TV and stuff, and I respect Joe Rogan, but man, oh man, that's not much of a fucking competition right now. You want competition, Joe? Come on. I ain't going to fight you because you're a fucking karate man. Uh-uh, I don't want you to hung no kung fu letters on me. We'll just go broadcast for broadcast. Now, I know you'll get more people, but can you do it as long as I can? How long is the Joe Rogan experience? I never listened to it. He do three hours a day by himself? Without his team of producers? Mm-hmm. Uh, was this the team where you were called the ump cocksucker? That was that was it. That was it. Yes. 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 If he wasn't, it's okay. Against Joe for the show and Adele for singing, God damn it to hell. When I say that the name Adele, what comes to mind? Hello, mm-hmm. it's me. Yes, I'm aware it's you. I was wondering if after all these years you'd like to meet. No, I, I, I really wouldn't. I, I, I don't want to meet you. Uh, you, you, you kind of pissed me off. Uh, let's see, my son's school principal called me one time, and she told me she was the dean of the school. I laughed so hard, and I said, of a middle school, quit dreaming. She got mad. I'm the dean of education here at at John Elway Middle School. Is this is this Delta Airlines' father? Oh, I'm sorry, sir. I did not realize that I would need an interpreter. Slides off limits to ching chongs.
Maybe this will make you feel comfortable. From Time Life Music comes a one-of-a-kind Rat Pack collection, their most bigoted songs. All your favorite once-acceptable hits like Dean Martin singing Chinaman's Chants. And Mr. Chinaman saying his Chinaman way. Ding-a-ling-a-ching-a-chong-a-ching-a-chong-choo. There you go. You see, and then, with all this bullshit, hey there, Fruity is fucking hysterical. You mean this one? From Time Life Music comes a one-of-a-kind Rat Pack collection, their most bigoted songs. All your favorite once-acceptable hits like Hey There, Fruity. Hey there, Fruity, you can do my hair. Touch me down there. Hey there, fruity, again, I don't approve. There you go. Now, see, all of this has led to all these entitlements and people thinking that they're owed something or they have the rights to a lot of things that there aren't rights to. You have the right to be offended, you have the right to drive. You have this, you have that, and the other, and none of those things are true. By the way, I want to take the time to say thanks to Tommy uh, for being here yesterday. Great show. Great, great show yesterday with Tommy, so thank you for that. Um, I had a family member who was a teacher who didn't call herself a teacher but an educator. I was like, you should retard. You sound retarded like that. Oh, shit. I'm an educator. And, and and all these people who, who want to be victims, they make it harder for actual victims because they give them this hope that there's all this bullshit that's out there. This week is the one year, and I don't think that they're actually calling it an anniversary, but it is the one year since the Uvalde uh, school shooting. Kid walked into school, shot a bunch of kids. It, it took the the police department a long time. And parents are now starting to file lawsuits and things like that. And we knew that was going to happen. Lawsuits against the state, local officials, police departments, the school district. But WWE pissed me off with this whole Cody Rhodes arm-injured bullshit storyline. I don't know what's going on. Stackhar, put a pin in that. Let, let me get to this Uvalde story. We're going to talk about that. We, we are going to talk about that because that was stupid last night. But we will talk. I promise you. I promise. I'll never forget when my coach chewed my ass on the field when I was supposed to lay down a bunt with two on and no outs, and I messed up and popped straight up and got caught. He came out of the dugout, chewed my ass as I walked back to the dugout. Worst feeling in baseball for me ever. Yeah, because you missed the fucking sign. That's what's going to happen. If he doesn't do it, somebody on the team should. Today is the shooting anniversary. Tomorrow is the anniversary of the police response. I don't know how some of those uh, police didn't have accidents. Well... These lawsuits are coming out, and now some of the parents are trying to file lawsuits against the gun makers. Now, that, that, that's where this story hits a big, gigantic. And, and I saw a couple of these parents being interviewed on the news, and they were talking about how they want justice served by filing a lawsuit. 
against the gun manufacturer. Well, first of all, justice can never truly be served because the shooter was put down, right? They, they, they killed that kid, right? They shot his ass dead, finally. Um, that was the, the only sort of justice they could get. Now, this doesn't seem to be the case of filing a lawsuit against the big money players. Because the gun company is going to have probably more money than the school district, more money than the state's going to offer them. But the problem is this, is that this is where that slippery slope starts. Special Kale says, did the gun maker shoot the kids? Did they prevent the cops from stopping the shooter? And you know the answer is that. Kale, 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 Kale. I'm not in favor of this. I'm reporting this, and I I understand um, the vitriol you have in your, in, in, for this because of how I'm going to try to be nice here. Absurd this is. I could use some other words, but I'll say absurd because I don't know what it's like to bury your child. I would never want that feeling on anybody. Well, there's a couple people probably. Yes, yes, there are yeah, at least two. Um probably more but you're you're going to you're you're going to sue the gun manufacturer that made the gun and then distribute it why not also go after the gun shop that he bought it at how about we put them in there too because if they weren't around then the gun would not have ever been sold right you see where i'm starting to go with this You want to sue the gun manufacturer because you want, quote, justice served. How is justice being served if you sue the gun manufacturer? By the way, it's never going to get to court. There's no judge. I don't think that there's a judge. And look, you have a very compelling story. I don't like trying to make the parents of dead children be the bad guys here. Because they're not. The bad guys are the lawyers who are talking them into this. That's who the bad guys are. Uh, This topic sounds very similar to the movie Runaway Jury Plot. The old Gene Hackman movie. Gene Hackman and John Cusack. I remember that, where they bought the jury. Yeah. Good luck with suing the gun makers. I know a bunch of those guys. They all have money and all the lawyers. It would be easier to sue the government, LOL. Sue the shoemaker who made the shoes. Without those, he couldn't walk to school. I'm going to sue the government for not inventing a time machine to go back and arrest the Chinese fellow who invented the gun. I want to sue the employee who went to work that day. Had he not shown up, he wouldn't have had the gun. You see? You guys get it. You guys get it perfectly. But the problem is, you understand, you, you, you get this. Then you should also get why this is happening is because this is the narrative that we talked about yesterday with Tommy, that the end result is the banishing of weapons. A- a- weapons, I mean guns. They're going to start, look, look, it'll start with the, the semi-automatic ones, which pretty much all guns are semi-automatic. 
They're going to go for the big scary ARs. Then they're going to come after fucking shotguns, and they're going to come after rifles, and then they're going to come after handguns. Because once you open that slippery slope up, there's no stopping it. Please, and, and, and doubt me. Doubt me on that and see what happens. I sue the condom company for not giving his dad one so he wouldn't have been born. You know, I, this whole thing, all these mass shooter things, and I remember the, the big thing was, oh, how could a kid like this afford one of those guns? Blah, blah, blah. There was a, remember, he was 18. He bought the gun legally. He didn't have a bunch of red flags up there. You know, we talked about yesterday when V. Coop was talking about all the, 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 the loops and hoops that people have to jump through. He had to jump through those hoops, and he passed through those hoops, and he got a gun. Nobody knew he was going to go crazy. But you want to sue the gun manufacturer. You want to tie up the courts in America. And Mage is, look here, if Mage could be more than 100% right, he would be more than 100% right there. The gun companies have all the money. They have all the lawyers. They are going to, quote, unquote, bury you. And by the way, these parents, haven't, haven't you gone through enough already? Why are you suing dad? Mom should have swallowed. I mean, it is a sad story. I, I, I hate the fact that this happens in America now. But I'll say it once for my own edification. Um, until you secure schools, secures will, schools will not be secure. I'm just going to tell you that straight up. No guns on the slide, you ching-chong. Uh, I still think the FBI gave him the money to buy his stuff. Yeah, there's all kind of conspiracies out there about this whack-a-mole that did all this crazy shit. Um, all right, let, let's talk about our, our fearless, stupid leader, shall we? A little bit of hot water yesterday. Uh, Biden's national security advisor <laughs> getting grilled. Uh, Jake Sullivan. After the Pentagon revealed that the U.S. made at least a $3 billion accounting error in valuing the weapons that it sent to Ukraine. Whoopsie. That's not a lot, is it? $3 billion off? You can just write that off, can't you? Uh, quote, there was a very bizarre admission from the Pentagon this week of an accounting error that suggests the U.S. had at least $3 billion that it didn't know it had that it can use for Ukraine. Wow, we just found it. Well, that's weird. Here you go, Ukraine. Rather than take this $3 billion that we just so miraculously found and, and put it back towards America, maybe that would help a couple hospitals here and there, $3 billion. Maybe it would help some homeless groups or some veteran groups out there, $3 billion. But no, instead, let's give that to Ukraine.
I'm just wondering. You know, I, I, I don't talk much about the Ukraine situation. I don't like it. I feel bad for the people of Ukraine that they were invaded. And I'm more of a shit or get off the pot kind of guy. I hate to be so crass. But if you listen to me long enough, you know how crass I can be. And and I, I'll say it. I, I got to say that... that we're, I, I understand what we're doing. We're waiting. The, we're playing the game of chess, not checkers. And China's just waiting for us to get involved so they can then invade Taiwan, and then we'll have to go and fight Taiwan because we have vowed over and over again that we'll protect Taiwan. So then we'll have to send more military there, and then the, the United States military will be stretched so thin it would be hard to win any kind of war. Well, I'm here to tell you something. I've held my, my, my mouth on this. I think it's stupid that we've given them so much money. Like I said, I'm a shitter get off the pot guy. We have, and I still believe it's true, even though I've heard t- fucking terrible things, I believe that we still have the greatest military that's ever been assembled in the history of time. And I think that we should have gone over there a long time ago and squashed the bug that is Putin and made an example of him for invading a country, make a very, very bloody example of him. And then when China starts to ruffle their feathers a little bit, we show them the bloody mess that is Vladimir Putin. And it's like the only thing good Goldberg ever did was who's next. So we, we pull the Goldberg file and we go, you're next. That's my personal opinion on it. I hate that we've just fucking, it, and, and, and I'm not caving to the Ukraine. I think it's wrong. I, I've said it all along that Russia shouldn't have invaded them. This is like uh, what Tommy and I were talking about yesterday. This is what Tommy and I were talking about yesterday. When you're winning a game, you fucking could, you, you put the, the, the pedal to the metal. Okay? You put the hammer down. You don't stop playing. You don't stop. I don't care if you're up by two points or if you're up by 200 points. You keep playing. That's what we used to do in America. We used to keep playing. We used to go through. Stopped in Korea. Because the Chinese were getting involved in the North Korea side. And we didn't have the manpower because we underestimated it. Then Vietnam. Then all these skirmishes in the desert where people are surrendering to fucking CNN. God Almighty, how much of a pussy do you have to be to, to, to surrender to somebody that works at CNN? I mean, if I see Anderson Cooper walking towards me, I'm going to get a fucking shot in. I ain't surrendering to him. But you see, now all we do is we just sit on the pot. We just sit there and, and, and stew. 
not realizing because we've been told for now, what, 15, 20 years that we're not supposed to say we're great, that we're not supposed to say that we're amazing, that we're not supposed to say we're the greatest country in the world, even though we might not be, but we sure as fuck believe it. If you don't think so, I want you to Google images from September 12th, 2001, and the following week. Saw American flags everywhere, and before anybody says it, yes, they were all made in China, fuck off. At one time, we used to fucking, it, it used to be okay to say I'm a proud American. Now, if you're a proud American, well, you're a Trumpster. No, I'm, I'm still a proud American. Tell me why there's a UK Federal Credit Union in Citrus Heights. First time I've ever seen it. I can't tell you. I don't know. Look, because I think it's all hooey. And now we have a $3 billion accounting error there. That's just my two cents on the whole Ukraine thing. Personally, I think this matter should have been cleaned up in about two weeks. And, and, and I'll say it. I'll say it, if we had leaders that had any kind of fucking backbone, we wouldn't even be talking about it anymore. If we had leaders, and, and I'm talking both sides of the aisles, this is not just an assault on Joe Biden. If we had leaders on both sides of the aisle that had some testicular fortitude, also known as balls, this wouldn't be a thing anymore. I don't like the world that we live in. I'm just going to tell you that right now. I don't like the world that we live in that you have to fucking resolve your problems through talk and time and all this kind of shit. No. Mm Mm-mm. You got a problem with me? Say it. Okay, you want to talk it out? Fine, say it, but say it right now. Okay, you're not going to resolve it with me? Then we're going to resolve this physically. Sorry. That's what we are. That's who we are as people. You can try to change us as much as you want. You can try to, you, you, you can put all the fucking toxic masculine man like me in a fucking glass case. And break whenever necessary. Uh, let's see. Stack are probably the huge number of Ukrainians and Russians who live in SAC uh, area for a few decades now. If you don't have to fight China with arms, you get their computer system and fuck them like they've been trying to fuck us, allegedly. Ditto for Russia. Oh, you're absolutely right. There's plenty of ways to do this that that will cause irreparable harm to them. Right now, the city of Dallas, this isn't being reported a lot. Well, one station is reporting it. The city of Dallas has been under a fucking malware or a a cyber attack. They've been locked out of all their computers and stuff now for about three weeks. And they're not paying. the, the, The group, I don't even know the name of the group, but some fucking group out there. And now they say they've got all these city employee records and they're going to release all this kind of stuff. You know what you do with those people? This is what you do with those people. You, you find those people, you hunt those people down, and you fucking execute them. 
Either that or you cut off all their fingers to where they can never fucking use a keyboard again. This is the saddest part of this. You know the saddest part of this fucking malware attack on the city of Dallas? Do you know how many dogs have been euthanized that didn't need to be euthanized, but they didn't have all the records because the computers they're locked out of? Because these cyber geniuses are so tough and they're so mean and they're so badass that they're killing dogs. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Boy, you got some explaining to do there. Uh, the island I'm from, Okinawa, is like 15-minute uh, fighter jet from Taiwan. Most of the island is a U.S. military base, and there are two aircraft carrier groups in the East China Sea. We will be fine. Chinese would last minutes in a fight, LOL. Well, especially if they get all their military shit bought from Wish. Can you imagine that? The Chinese order like, yeah, the, <laughs> the Chinese go on Wish.com. Hear me out. This is a Saturday Night Live bit. <laughs> Chinese government goes on Wish.com and they, they order a bunch of tanks. And in the pictures, the tanks look awesome. They look badass. And then it takes, I don't know, three, four months for the deliveries to happen, even though they're, they're in stock. Still takes four months because they have to go through all these weird customs, right? And they show up, and they're, they're like rickshaws that have... <laughs> they're rickshaws that have a bazooka. That's the Chinese military. And when they, they honk the horn on their quote-unquote tanks, it says... I like rabbits because you can pull their ears back and make them look like Asian people. They order a bunch of warships and you get paper boats. If we get into a fight with China, good chance India will jump in on that for a piece of the spoils. And I gladly welcome Punjabi power getting involved. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. The fucking Indian army comes running in on their fucking elephants. Man, oh man, that would be badass. It'd be like it would be like a billion stack cars fighting for us. I took a dump at work. I pooped on the company line. I took a dump at work. I do it all the time. The boss man takes my freedom and creativity. The least he can do is when I poop. Good morning, Alicia. She says, morning, ass family. Sorry to be like, no worries. No worries. We're just going over what the military would be getting from uh, the Chinese military would be getting from the Wish Company. Jackets are Kevlar jackets. Yeah, they're just fucking. <laughs> they just got duct tape all over them. Hey, Sikhs are the word class. Hey, I ain't putting you down. Mm-mm. Not when you got a billion of y'all. I want a billion people on my side. Y'all are bigger than China now. You got like, what, 1.8 billion people there? Almost 2 billion people? Man, oh man, that's curry power. 
This is what you do. This, this, this is what India should do. They should feed a bunch of the real spiciest fucking curry to, like, the, the British. Well, the British are used to eating it. Give it to the rednecks. We'll get our military over there. We'll feed the rednecks a bunch of the curry, and then we just aim their asses up at the Chinese, and we will, we will beat them with defecating power. Mm-mm-mm. Now, in, in a, an unrelated story, because we're moving on now, I I am just uh, surprise, surprise, surprise. India gets dism from Street Fighter to breathe fireballs and use stretch punches. Alicia, fact: if you poop for more than fifteen minutes every day on the clock in your entire work year, you'll have been paid for one entire paycheck just to poop. Wow! Look at that. You know what that is right there. That is what we call learning. Why? Because this is an educational program. So a Canadian tourist was shot and killed in a Mexican beach town. Golly. Big Coop says, I'll happily fight with the Sikhs next to me. You goddamn right. Hey, hey, I got, I got a question. Stackar, I think I've asked you this, and I don't remember the answer. I'm going to try to remember it this time. When a Sikh fella is wearing the turban, the head wrap, the colors don't mean anything, right? I think you, you told me that. The colors just what whatever color they want to wear that day. It doesn't have any significance. Like, you know, it, it's, you know, the, 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 the fifth year of Ganesh or something, you have to wear like a purple one. And get those Gurkha motherfuckers from Nepal to fight. Stackar can't use the pickle gun in that fight, though. Prosecutors in the Mexican state of Osaka or Oaxaca, I don't know what it's called, say the Canadian man was found dead in a car with a bullet wound in the town of Puerto Escondido, a relaxed beach town popular with surfers. Hmm. Let's see. Popular beach town. Beaches, usually nice houses. Nice houses in Mexico. Very expensive. Very expensive uh, in Mexico equal people that work for the cartel. Okay. That's a bad neighborhood that looks really nice. That's what it is. When, 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 when Oaxaca. Okay, thank you, Ogre. Oaxaca. I don't know that one's spelled with a W. Oaxaca, considered one of the safer states in Mexico, 60 miles west of Puerto Escondido in the hamlet of La Isla. It's fashion most part, but if the gold orange bottom and blue on top, it's more religious purposes. Thank you. So you're telling me that a tourist went to Mexico and got killed? I mean. Golly. You see, you see, we offer travel warning. I know this guy's Canadian, so he probably didn't get the American travel warning. Let me give out the worldwide travel warning to Mexico. Um, Mexico, and I don't mean this to be offensive to anybody who has Mexican heritage. I I love your heritage. I love your food, especially when it's mixed with the text part of it. But Mexico's kind of a dump. Look, 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 look. I, I don't mean to be mean. 
I, I don't mean to be mean about it, but Mexico, not the nicest place in the world. Actually, uh, Mexico's going through a lot right now. I, I got to tell you, I, I got a story for later, but I'm going to do it now since we're talking about Mexico, uh, as long as I can find it. Let's see. Oh, there it is. Uh, millions of Mexicans are uh, on, on, on ready to evacuate as one of the world's most dangerous volcanoes in Mexico is about to erupt. A huge volcano that towers above Mexico City is considered one of the most dangerous in the world. 25 million people live within a 60-mile radius of this. And what they're saying is that this could do hundreds and hundreds of dollar or pesos worth of damage to Mexico. I went all that way and I fucked it up. God damn it. I mean, we're, 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 I, I'm going to have to dig up Don Imus here pretty soon because he's going to have to have something to say about Mexico. You're in a nightclub, for God's sake. What do you think is going to happen at a nightclub? People are drinking and doing drugs. Yeah. There are women there, and uh, and the people have guns. So yeah. anyway, go ahead. Yeah, Mexico. There, there are people there. There, there, there are volcanoes there. There are cartels there. There's drugs, people's guns, and women. Mount Etna in Sicily and some poison gas volcano in the Congo are all erupting. The end of days. <laughs> oh God, I can only hope. Probably only happened on one side of the hemisphere and. Or one side of the world. We'd all have to adapt our breathing somehow. I I don't know. But it wouldn't kill us. Just it would just make it would just make for just just the world to be a harder place. Who in donkey shows? See, that's that should be an export of Mexico. That's some that that would be some, look, look here. If I was Mexican, I'd be proud that we got the donkey show. I mean, that takes some willingness to do. I mean, willingness by kidnapping and, and human trafficking somebody. But still, before I die, I'm either going to go to a snake handling church or I'm going to go to a donkey show. One of those two. And who knows, maybe it's going to be happening in the same place. It's like when you see a picture of a semi-truck tipped over with the uh, ramen all over the freeway and completely lost like $200. <laughs> That's perfect. Destruction of Mexico is like losing a top ramen truck. That's just fucking hilarious. Oh, my God. All right, so yeah, I, I've given you the, the obligatory tourist killed in Mexico. By the way, last week uh, in that same town, you know, that same safe town, someone was beheaded by a machete. So I'm thinking that their numbers, the crime numbers there are going to be changing a little bit. Oaxaca Oaxaca is no longer going to be one of these safe fucking border towns or, or beach towns, I'm sorry. Yes, yes, you can attend a non-denominational church of animal abuse. Fuck a chicken at noon, snakes at one, donkey at three. Man, oh man. That would be the carnival I'd want to go to. I ain't going to eat nothing there. 
No telling what they're going to deep fry there. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. They probably got somehow, because they, they figure out how to deep fry everything. You know, it, it, that's an art. It, it, it truly is an art. But they're probably going to have deep fried, and I don't want that at all. Deep fried, uh, no, uh-uh. Yuck. Um, all right, let's see. Uh, one more story, and then we'll take a break. All right. And another story that is, I, 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 I would have to, I would have to play a surprise, surprise, surprise. You know how they've been bragging lately about how the border they've arrested some of these FBI most wanted list to terrorists that have been trying to come over the border, and and they're hailing that as uh, Alicia says, I'll try something once. Well, it's not. It's not like it, 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 no, Alicia. It, it it's not. It's not going to be. You know, I hate to tell you this. I hate to be nasty about it, but it ain't going to be the uh, that you're used to. It's going to be the uh, some guy named Juan or Pedro or or Jesus. I mean, if, if they if they deep fry the of Jesus, I bet you they're going to make a lot of money off of that. Well, one of the people that they didn't catch crossing over the border was a Honduran national who entered the United States illegally. I know, shocking. And was released by the Biden administration. Do you know what he did? Do you know what he did? Giovanni Grevy Rivera Zavala. Not only does he have a crime of having 16 different names, but he's being held right now on bail on felony rape charges that he allegedly raped a teenage girl. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Now, now, this is the cool part. He raped the teenager in Alabama. Don't know how he's alive. Um, by the way, why would you go to Alabama? Hello, sore thumb. Um, the girl later walked into the bathroom. She saw another woman. Okay, so so he allegedly raped this gal, and now there's a possibility that he could spend the rest of his life in the United States prison. Well, to the judge that sentences him to that, he has all three major kinds of retardation. You have improved his life. Do you realize that? Raped and you know, raped a girl in Alabama. I hope it wasn't Jenny. Jenny, who is that Latin fella on top of you, sir? Would you like a sopapilla? <laughs> Forrest Gump. Donde esta baño, por favor? Mama, Mama always said I got to poop. If she has a brother, she wasn't a virgin. Hmm, prison in the U.S. or Honduras, not much of a choice. No, 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 where we have air conditioning and cable television, three square meals a day. Sure, the possibility of gang rape could happen in the shower. You could get shivved. But isn't that like the mean streets of Honduras anyway? 
Glad we let him in. Glad to see that. Great job, Mr. President. Joe, you did a fantastic job there. How could I be the president of the United States of America? Yeah, we haven't seen straight fire. Did straight fire make it out of New York City okay? I, I, we got to check on him. New York City! A little late there, boys. Uh, all right, the phone number is 775-357-FANS. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Tomorrow, tomorrow we have listener mail. You can write me there at ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Or you can just hit me up here on the Mixler board. The 80s continue. Well, I got some classic 80s songs today and uh, uh, with a couple of twists. girls I've loved before Who traveled in and out of my door I'm glad they came along I dedicate this song To all the girls I've loved before To all the girls I once caressed And may I say I Dedicate this song to all the girls. 
the uh, poop at work thing and, and everybody we, we, we just learned that, that you know you poop 15 minutes a day then you get paid that your lifetime and poop whatever I don't get that same enjoyment see when I'm working and I gotta poop there's no enjoyment there it's I'm on a time crunch now now we had we had some good songs there we had uh, to all the girls I loved before Duke's a hazard theme huh huh and uh, Eddie Rabbit. So I had about roughly about almost nine full minutes to take care of some business. And business was complicated, but I took care of it. So there you go. But yes, the pooping at work, not as much fun for me. Stinkfist says, Eddie Rabbit, don't know if I, last time I heard him, I hope that was a good thing. Got to tell y'all a story. Got to tell y'all a quick story. So, uh, so we, we got this place here called Taco Casa. And uh, ate there yesterday. I had a couple of their bean, their bean burritos. I used to think that Taco Bell had the best bean burritos because I, I, I tried everybody else. I, try, I tried them, and there was always something off about them. And then I tried one the other day at Taco Casa, the place that don't know how to make tacos right, but uh, damn, their bean burritos are solid. Solid. Just take the headphones in. I can't. They're, they're attached to the board. I'd, I'd have to call the show. I'd have to have somebody pot down the music, and there's nobody here. Roscoe can't do that yet. Oh, believe me, when Roscoe's big enough to start pushing buttons and stuff, that motherfucker's going to be my engineer. But uh, so, so, so we found that. So I've been finding some good stuff lately. i got to give the find of the century to Braddy Kidd. Okay, so last weekend, last weekend we were out. We were out and about. And uh, um, she had a great Mother's Day because uh, both of her uh, offspring were in town. The good one, the son, and then Spawn, who lives with us. 
and it was uh, it was it was me, Brady, and the good one. And we went to the Costco Business Center. Now my knee was bothering me, and I didn't really feel like walking around, so I stayed in the car with the air conditioning going, so I could listen to music real loud because that's what I like to do. Because I'm cool. Sadly, I can't have ground beef tacos anymore. The old lack of gallbladder doesn't bode well for that. Oh, that sucks. Oh, my God. I couldn't live. Oh, man. Get me some Berea tacos. Oh. So uh, so we're at the business center, and all of a sudden my phone goes off. And it's Braddy Kid. And she goes, are you interested? And I was like, Interested? And then the the picture came through. At the Costco Business Center in Dallas, they sell gas station tuna sandwiches. Now, I, I was worried that it was the Costco Business Center and there's going to be like 58 of them in the box. And I, I first typed back how many are in there, and I said, well, fuck it, just get them. And I'm glad that we got them. There were six in the box. And let me, let me, let me just tell you, they're lacking one little, little touch, and I can, I can put that on there. A little, they need a little bit more uh, juice, if you will. They need a little bit more creaminess, so I'll put a little mayonnaise on there. And man, oh, man. <laughs> No, they, they aren't frozen. You have to refrigerate them. But they're in the plastic, in the, in the little triangles. So good. So good. Uh, let's see, no more gym boys. Oh, my God. You're out, you just have some oil shit for a day, and you're fine. Then again, it takes a while for your liver to take over for your gallbladder. It gets better. I feel you're out. My switch my whole diet. No more red meat, cheese, switched oatmeal milk. Good Lord, Stackhart, does your vagina smell better now? I'm not a fan of shitting my brains out. Now, I've lost 35 pounds, so that's a plus. Well, that's good. That's great. Now, speaking of health stuff, <clears throat> we haven't been paying a lot of attention to this because, well, he's wanted to keep his uh, his his privacy, and I can respect that. I, I, I respect that to a certain extent. Um, but you're a celebrity. And 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 when you're when you're you're in the public eye and you need the public to pay your bills, if you will, and then all of a sudden you disappear and you you, you say don't say anything and your family don't say anything about where you're at, what you're doing. Okay, I, I, I don't have a lot of use for you as a celebrity anymore. But hey, I, I hope as a human being you're doing fine. Well, it turns out Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx, who was filming some movie with Cameron Diaz, her big return to the silver screen. And production's been halted for a long time. Uh, I got gallbladder stones. If I eat bad, I feel like I got stabbed in the gut. I actually had to get back to low-carb, fat, uh, low-fat diet, even cut down my non-alcoholic beer. In two weeks, my waistline has cut down, and I fart less. Yeah, less fun with my son farting on his head, but it's nicer. <laughs> Sanchez family says oats don't have milk. Stackar says you just don't know where to look for it. 
See, he's Indian. They can find milk anywhere. I don't know what that means. But back to the Jamie Foxx thing. Nobody has said anything about what's going on with Jamie. Because Jamie Foxx, I guess, has a lot of pull in Hollywood. You know, he's an Oscar winner. A lot of people like him. See, I, I, I think the reason why they like him is that, that, that he's not a threatening one of them. But yet, he's still down with, with, with his own people. Meaning that, that white people like Jamie Foxx because they're not too threatened by him. But he's hood enough for the hood to like him still. He, he's, he's living the perfect life. Well, it seems that there has been, there's, there's, only, there's one person that's close to him that has finally said what's happened. And when you hear who said it, you go, okay, I can see why that person said it. So, so imagine that. Like Kevin Hart's like close to him, but Kevin Hart hasn't said anything because Jamie Foxx would snap his fingers, make it go away. Well, it seems that Mike Tyson says, uh, I heard he had a stroke. So now that's the word everywhere, is that, is that Jamie Foxx had a stroke and Mike Tyson said so. Now, you see, how do you get mad at Mike Tyson? How, do, how does Jamie Foxx go, man, Mike, what the fuck, motherfucker? See, I think if you were to say that many fucks to, to, to Mike Tyson, he just automatically drops you. I will, I will go on record that says that Mike Tyson is probably the worst secret keeper in the world. Because who does he, who does he fear? Hey, Mike, you want to hear a secret? If you'll, uh, hey, I know who killed JFK. If Dr. Mike Tyson was the fifth dentist, I'd shut the fuck up. Amen. Amen to that. I, I heard he had a stroke. You know, his daughter comes out last week and says, oh, he's at home playing pickleball already when he was actually in a recuperation facility in Chicago, maybe trying to play pickleball there. Mike Tyson, though, he, doesn't, he, he ain't going to keep that shit quiet. Oh, I heard he had a stroke. He licks the toad. He has a stroke. My friend Jamie, he has a stroke. Here we go. Here's Mike Tyson blabbing about it on the internet. That's what makes it even so much better, is it happened, and he did it on the internet. Am I not going to get volume here? I mean, I'm okay that the ad isn't playing anything. No, hold on a second. Let's refresh. Let's see if this this does it this time. Am I going to get the ad again? Am I going to get volume? Come on. Come on now. Come on. Come on. Got a minute? There we go. Got a hose? Want a simple way to save money on yard care? No, I I, I don't, actually. Uh, let's see. Uh, DMT, yeah. All right, let's go. Let's get this stupid ad over with. Free of harsh chemicals. I like harsh chemicals. Come on, keep playing. I didn't stop you. Easy application. Morning. Oh, you can play on your lawn and make lawn angels. Oh, isn't that great? I've never seen guys enjoying doing lawn work. That's a lie. 
Mike, are you following what's going on with uh, Jamie Foxx? He's not feeling well. Something's going on with Yeah, this is a stroke. I have no idea what happened to him. Yeah. There it is. He just lets out. Yeah, it's a stroke. I have no idea what happened to him. They told me it was a stroke and not to tell anybody. Oh, shit. Jamie Foxx had a brain aneurysm. Okay, the aneurysm could lead to stroke. Right, look, I hope he gets better. I'm not wishing him any ill will. I'm not, I, I don't want anything bad to happen to the man. I just find it funny that Mike Tyson outed the whole thing because everybody's been quiet. Kevin Hart's been quiet. His kids have been quiet. Logan Paul's been quiet. Everybody's quiet. Not Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson ain't got to be quiet. Um, next story. I talked about this guy yesterday because he was pictured. and This guy is the definite. If you ever look up the word schmedium, schmedium, um, the definition is a shirt that is far too small for the person that's wearing it because they want to look jacked. That's the actual definition. And if you need to see a picture of it, just look at any recent picture of Jeff Bezos. He looks like a penis in a tight shirt. Well, he's on this wonderful $500 million super yacht. And he's got his girlfriend, uh, what's her name? Laura Sanchez. I believe her middle name is Dirty. Uh, Laura Dirty Sanchez. uh, And and he asked her to uh, marry him. And shockingly enough, she said yes. You don't want Jamie Foxx to, to be released and this happen? They turned me loose in the nervous hospital. Said I was well. Mm-hmm. Now, this Lauren Dirty Sanchez gal, she's wearing, like, what looks like a fucking blow pop on her fucking finger, a ring pop on her finger. Uh, And there he is in his medium shirt trying to look cool. Jeff Bezos, you will never be cool. You will never be on the island of cool. I'm, I'm just here to tell you. Laura Sanchez, any relation to Sanchez family, LOL? Boy, that'd be great. Um... To all the paparazzi and to all the reporters that are reporting this, what did you think she was going to say? I mean, they've been going out for a while, but let's just say they met three weeks ago. Let's just say this has been whirlwind. He took her on this $500 million yacht, and they're they're sailing through the Mediterranean. And and good old Schmedium there. Schmedium Bezos decides to get down on one knee in his extra tight shorts, in his extra tight shirt, and asks his gal, who, by the way, out of his league, to marry him. What do you think she's going to say? It, it, really? You're going to say no? There, there's, the, the, the word no is no longer in your dictionary. Okay? If, 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 he wants, if he wants to put a loaf of bread in your butt, you're pretty much going to have to go with it there, Lauren. What a dumb motherfucker. How is it that these billionaires and celebrities had never learned to stop getting married? I hear you, Christopher. Kind of hoping she might have some cartel connections. Yes, I'm being stereotypical right now. (laughs) 
Hey, bitch, you want half of my fortune? Man, no sh- I mean, that's what he's saying. He gets down on his knees and says, what, what's he worth, like like $80 billion? Laura, would you like $40 billion free and clear? Because, <laughs> you see, we're going to have sex for a while, and then I'm so driven to drive Amazon and my, my space company that I'm never home, and you're going to feel neglected, and then you're going to file for divorce because you're fucking all the pool boys. By the way, I have not heard the word yet, prenup. Is there a prenup? I mean, seriously. Ain't nobody going to turn that down. Oh, I believe in love. Shut up. You just shut up. We're talking about $40 billion. Oh, I think it's closer to $160 billion. Okay, then we're talking about $80 billion. That's why I like Leonardo DiCaprio. He figured it out. Yeah, because, you know, he, he, he loves it because the girls all stay the same. He gets older, but the girls all stay the same. All right, all right, all right. This fucking, this numbskull. Him and Zuckerberg. See, this, this, and, and, and real quick, real quick, real quick. Let, 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 let's all come over to, I'm, I'm, I'm a satellite y'all into the island of cool. Where I am the president and the grand poobah of cool. And let me tell you, Leonardo DiCaprio, he's on this island. I don't like him, but man, that guy slays ass. You know why? Because he's fucking cool. You know who else who learned his lesson? Little feller by the name of Brad Pitt. So I tell you what, when Brad Pitt, when Brad Pitt got divorced from Angelina Jolie, I'm just telling you right now, if I was Brad Pitt, everybody in Hollywood would be pregnant. I'm Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt can be on the island of cool as well. He can be one of my underlings. He can be like my Tom Cruise to the 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 the, the whack jobs, the the Scientologists. But you see, this is why Zuckerberg, and, and, and look, I'm not putting down marriage. I'm not. I, I think marriage is great. I, I'm in a very happy marriage right now, super-duper happy. But you see, guys like this can never be happy. See, they, they don't know. They, they, they're, they're, they're too driven. They, they need the next thing. They need the next big thing. Like Elon Musk, too. See, y'all can't ever be cool. Because see, a cool guy that has $160 billion dollars, well, he got a vasectomy a long, long time ago. And he's throwing that pee-pee out there as, as much as he possibly can. He throws his pee-pee out there like he's fishing. And he catches shit all the time. Why? Because he's worth $160 billion. That's why. Ain't nobody going to fucking wrestle that dude in there. Mm-mm. And you can say all you want, but see, see, this, this is what happens. Let, let me tell you what happens. Let, let me walk you all through this. I saw this play out firsthand. I've become an expert on, on reading people and knowing what they were like in high school. I know I've, I've shared this with you. <clears throat> saw this happen one time. I've seen it happen many times, but this one time in particular. There was a fellow that went to high school, and he was a dork. Okay? Fucking dork. Big dork. But he had some business savvy to him. 
And I know because I've been told by many, many people that he chased around this one really hot cheerleader all four years. Or, well, well, he was, I guess he was a junior, she was a freshman, so he chased around for two years. She wanted nothing to do with him. Why? Because he was a fucking dork. He was like Urkel. Arnie's in a happy marriage, and that's the bottom line, because bratty kid said so. Pretty much, yeah. So um, he got out of high school and made his way and, and developed a company and developed a very, very successful company, making lots and lots of money. Now, wouldn't you know, when this girl finally did graduate and he was making money, and he, he, he earned his way. He busted his ass. I ain't going to take anything away from his hustle and what he got. He found that girl. He showed her his fancy car. He showed her his, the, the, the properties that he had bought because he was very smart with his money. And out of nowhere, surprise, 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 they got married. And wouldn't you know, it only lasted for a little while. Now, he didn't really get taken to the cleaners. He's still friends with her to this day. But it happened again because he had a lot of money. and He wanted to settle down. And I was like, no, don't do that. Especially the second one. The second one was terrible, but he was a nerd. Like, when, when you're in nerd status and you, and you ain't getting no play in high school and all of a sudden you got some money, you got some flash, you're gonna fucking you're gonna flaunt that. And more power to you, but you gotta know what you're out there against. I should give seminars to rich people. I could save them billions of dollars. Uh, have you seen the most recent picture of Ben Affleck? The poor guy looks near suicidal. Ben Affleck, Jeff Bezos equals dumb as fuck. Leonardo DiCaprio, Jack Nicholson, smart. Ben Affleck just looks defeated. You know, I'm I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why. Because I've heard a couple of his rants about AA and stuff. And I, and and let, let me preface this by saying I don't really care that much for Ben Affleck. But anybody who's fighting alcoholism, I root for. Especially when they're trying to stop. I always root for him. I'm always their biggest cheerleader. I don't want them to fail because I know how hard it is. And if I can do it, then anybody can really do it. And he's going through it now, and he's had some some very, very unpositive rants in the past. I know he's he's come a little bit more around. Sounds like he kind of holds it against AA that he got sober. Just saying. Okay, he's still, he's still got kind of a chip on his shoulder, and, and that's what you see in him. He's on edge. He's not gambling anymore, really. He's at home with the family. You know that's got to be driving him nuts. He, 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 look, look, Ben Affleck, you're, you're, you're a guy who goes out there and flies on private jets with Tom Brady. Okay? That's who you are. You don't see Tom Brady settling down anytime soon again, do you? You know why? Because he's Tom Brady. From the man that brought you, uh, do you have a butthole? Here comes the latest seminar. Are you rich? Don't get married. Yeah, see, see, I can, I can help anybody out. I can help the rich people out, and I can help poor people out, because I'm glad you remember that, Swoosh. That's my first seminar. My first seminar is for all people that are broke. Come on down. 
Now, now, this is what you're going to have to do. You're going to have to sign over part of what you make to me because the seminar is free because you're broke. I will just start off the seminar by saying, do you have a butthole? Well, if you have a butthole, then you shouldn't be broke. Sell that thing. Gals, you're going to make a lot more than the men. Well, I don't know. In this day and age, the men might make a lot more than you. I don't know. Just telling you. And then, and then when you're rich, I'll be like, are you stupid? Do you not realize that if you want to give half your money away, give it to me right now. Oh, I'm going to charge them a lot for my seminar because they got billions already. See, the poor people ain't got it. But when they start to get it, they'll have to sign over a like like like. Uh, you know, we'll make it between six and nine percent, giggity. Every time that butthole gets filled, I get some money. Can you see the testimonials? I came to Arnie State's seminar. I didn't even have two nickels to rub together. And now, and now I have a house in Malibu. Thank you, Arnie, for showing me my butthole. Before Arnie's seminar, I was giving my butthole away for free. He told me not to give it away for free. And now I'm driving this cool Lamborghini. Thanks, Arnie. You're welcome. I've already got this one played out, man. Now, the other one, the other one, testimonials be like, you know, I was a rich billionaire before, but after attending Arnie's seminar on If You're Rich, I decided not to get married to my 17th wife, and now I'm officially an oligarch. Thanks, Arnie. Dakar, I was once broke, and now I've got a butt full of money. It writes itself. Maybe there, you know, maybe we could do a three for seminar. This is a three for seminar. You know, maybe we'll maybe we'll be selling our vegan meat. I don't know, don't know. We'll, we we might be signing people up for the home security company, the fangless rattlesnakes. Yeah. Got that. Uh, the Arnie Beats Children. See, that one's going to be tough. That one's going to be tough there. Maybe we'll do a seminar on how to train children how to throw cheap shots. Because, I, I mean, look, look, look. If you're getting into a fight on the schoolyard, it's a street fight. Okay? And the one rule of street fights is there really are no rules. There's eye gouging. See, this is why I never liked the UFC when it first started. Because when I heard Ultimate Fighting Championship, I thought people were going to be getting kicked in the nuts and biting and elbows to the, you know, to the eye socket and shit like that. And it was all grappling, and there were some guys that were throwing haymakers, but it wasn't real fighting. See, I want to see, I want to see a street fighting league. Or paralysis is, is probably going to happen at some point in the night. That's, you know what, I could be developing that league there as well. The ASSFL. The Arnie State Street Fighting League. There you go. 
Now, I, as far as weapons go, see, I want to. I, I don't really want weapons to be used unless it's like a trash can or a chair, possibly like an old style saloon fight. No knives or guns. This is street fighting. Before Arnie's seminar, life was a pain in the ass. Arnie taught me how to take that pain and make a profit. Now I'm rich, bitch. Oof, just got done with the lab. Never had it hurt before. This lady made me queasy. Ooh, that's not good. Bad part will be the celebrity stalkers like Adele trying to meet you. God damn it. God damn it. When I say that the name Adele, what comes to mind? Hello. Yes, hello. It's me. I know, I know it's you. I was wondering no. if no. after all these years no. you'd like to meet. No, I, I don't want to meet you. Arnie's infomercial has him standing on a yacht with girls in bikinis all around him. Mage, I'd need you for that because, see, you'd have to be helping me, like, sell it because they believe Asian people. Uh, the Pebble or his brother hasn't had to uh, go to dirty fighting because most of the kids at their school are pussies. That's good. Look, look, look. You keep the Pebble... The pebble will destroy some kids. I can I, I can see it in the pebble's eyebrow. When the pebble right raises the ass eyebrow or the people's eyebrow, we can't call it the people's. We got to call it the ass eyebrow. When he raises that eyebrow and he starts to put a beating on a kid, somebody's going to have to pull him off. Because uh, I see I see the dog in him. I just got to say that right now. So there you go. I, my, my seminars, I, I'll let you know when those are happening. If I need any filming, if I need any extras for the filming, I'll let you guys know. Oh, um, y'all ready to get mad about something? Oh, because I saw this and I think this is one of the the most delicious things I've ever seen. In an upcoming podcast, Kim Kardashian will be speaking about what she thought parenting would be like before she had kids, and now how parenting is like for her now. She says, Kim Kardashian says, and I quote, I'm going to open about up about the struggles of being a single parent. There are nights that I cry myself to sleep. <laughs> The only fight the pebble has lost is to his big brother who's smaller than him but knows how to throw hands. Told him he's still 22-1. and one. Well, hey, that, 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 that's okay. Canelo Alvarez lost to Floyd Mayweather. So, so Kim Kardashian, who became super rich for... I, I, I still don't know. I, I still don't know why she became super rich. I mean, the, the sex tape with Ray J should not have made her super rich. If sex on film can make you that rich, Jenna Jameson and Jill Kelly should be the Elon Musks of our time. Because Kim Kardashian was terrible at it. And for her to come out and have the audacity to say how hard it is to be a single mom, Stackar nailed it, single parent with 14 nannies. She got rich because your species is fucking dumb. 
I hope she isn't with Tom because he's part owner of the Raiders. Kardashian curse on the team unless it forces Mark to sell to a new owner. Hmm. Alicia says, oh, I saw this post on Instagram and got a good laugh. Does she understand that she is not the, the, the single mom that we talk about? Like, like her kids are not going to be like, well, my mom was a single mother. Those kids are going to be talking about the nanny that raised them or the nannies that raised them. Because I can almost, I can almost say that each kid has their own nanny. I'm just saying. Not to mention all the grandma time they get. They got two grandmas in, in Chris and Caitlin. They got the, uh, the ugly sisters that'll help them. You got the other sisters that got their brood of kids. They should just, this is what the, the Kardashians, hey, y'all listen up. Y'all listen up here. This is what y'all need to do. There's a big plot of land here in Texas that I am willing to let go. It's in the Waco area. Um, I believe the neighborhood's called the Branch Davidian. Now, see, what we'll do is we'll, we'll, we'll build you a big, I don't want to call it a compound, but maybe a complex for you. And, and, and you take the sisters in there, and you take the mama in there, and her flavor of the day. Maybe, maybe you move Caitlyn in on the back 40. I don't know. I don't know. You get the ones that aren't Kardashians but want to be. They're Jenners. You move them in. Hell, move Brody Jenner in as well. Let's get them all together there. And then let's alert the ATF that y'all got guns. How about that? All the Kardashians need to do is form a cult, a compound, the Kardashian cult compounder, KKK for short. Stackar says, I heard that land is to die for. Oh, it is. It truly is. But yes, the struggles of being a single mom who's worth over a billion dollars for some odd reason. Boy, it's got to be tough. Oof. Man. What what Rolls Royce am I going to drive today? Oh, darn it. Kid number three with the stupid name has a soccer game. Well, I'll just limo him over to that. David Koresh tried to rule, but that attempt tanked. <laughs> Speaking of tanking, uh, Michelle Obama. Oh, this story is fantastic. You know how uh, we talked about this last week, about how chocolate milk is probably going to be yanked from, from elementary schools and, and schools all over America due to the fact that, that shithead Michelle Obama back when she was uh, – the first gentleman, first lady, I'm sorry, of, of the United States of America, even though she stands to pee allegedly, um, went on this health kick, even though she's got a bigger fat. Did anybody ever see the picture of the three leaders' wives walking up the stairs from behind them? There's the, the wife of whatever, the czar of Italy. Um, then they had the, uh, the, the, I think it was France. I, I, I think it was the, the Duke of France or whatever and his wife. And then there was Michelle Obama walking up. Guess who had the biggest, fattest ass? That's right, Michelle Obama did. But she's going to tell you how to eat healthy. 
Well, well, she decided that, hey, I'm going to use my clout and my appeal to start my own food company. I got a new health drink out. It's called Plezzy. That's her health drink that she has out there. And now after a new Bloomberg report, it is fine that that Michelle Obama's juice, not that kind, you sick perverts, and the Shah of Germany. I I don't think the Shah of Germany's wife was there. Um, Her drink would fail the standards of the Obama administration. Under the Obama-era school meal regulations currently under review, elementary and middle schools may only serve water, milk, or 100% fruit juice with no added sweeteners. None of Plessy's four current flavors meet these criteria. According to experts, there was concern over the non-nutritive sweeteners in the drink, such as stevia leaf or monk fruit extracts that could be considered unhealthy. Don't you just love this? This is this is our world, people. Is anybody paying attention? Anybody? This is another. And yes, I know, Alicia. It is shocking. This is another fine example of rules for thee, but not for me. Oh, we're gonna take chocolate milk out of school, even though chocolate milk's been in school for I don't know. How long we've been in America now? For like 1,500 years? It's been in schools for 1,500 years. I know I'm giving all sorts of wonderful historic misinformation today. This entire show would be fucking labeled misinformation for my use of dates. Stevia and monkey fruit are perfectly fine. Well, they don't meet up to the standards, though, that the Obamas had for drinks and things like that. Um, she's been, oh, okay, once again, now it's now it's the advisors. She's been ill-served by advisors who convinced her to start by targeting to 6 to 12-year-olds with a flashly ultra-processed beverage that may not be healthier than diet soda. <laughs> and it was marketed to 6 and 12-year-olds how do you market to a six and twelve year old? What do, do you hand out fucking like 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 book covers? It's not like a six and twelve year old are going to the store with their fucking grocery list going. What do I need today? Oh, ooh, let's get this fancy drink from Michelle Obama. Dumping the chocolate milk and keeping the white milk isn't that racist? Yes, yes. It, you know what? We haven't even talked about that. I mean, I mean, I imagine the, the the chocolate milk is saying fucking white people. Of course it is. I went on a rant about that last week. I was pissed about that. This is the thing I don't understand. Like, I, I get you want you want your kids to be healthy. I respect that. I do. But drinking chocolate milk at school is not putting your kid in in a whole lot of harm and danger. See, th- this is what y'all got to realize. It's when the kid gets home. 
and he goes into the 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 or her, sorry, in into the pantry, and you got nothing but ho hos and ding dongs in there. Now, granted, my my pantry is full of ho hos and ding dongs and apple pies and tuna sandwiches and all kinds of shit like that. But I'm 52 years old. I'm about to be 52 years old. I don't give a fuck. Okay, don't care. You care about your kids. Don't put that shit in there. It's that easy. Look, look, it's that easy. This would, but I, I, there are some days where I go, man, oh man, I wish sometimes I could be a parent. And then I realize like two seconds later, no thanks. Just to be able to say fucking no. Man, oh man, that'd be powerful. That is fucking awesome. Okay, can I have some of your Twinkies? No, they're mine. I see one of them Twinkies missing. Guess what? You're going to lose a finger. Think I'm kidding. Once again, reason number 856,104 why I would make a terrible parent. If you touch my snacks, I will cut your finger off. Swoosh says, if it wasn't for chocolate milk, I wouldn't have drank at lunch during elementary school. A lot of kids would have. Fucking, I hated the white milk at school. White milk at school tasted terrible. It was awful. And why do we want to do that to kids? Why do we? Because, you know, honestly, there are some kids that look forward to that chocolate milk at school. That's like, and you might say that's sad, but look, look at the world that we live in. Does that not shock you? There's some kids that look forward to that chocolate milk every day, and you're going to take that away from them. You're ruining a childhood. Hey, if you want to start by making kids have better childhoods, get rid of them goddamn play sets that are so fucking dangerous. The metal slides, the merry-go-rounds. Jesus Christ. The amount of injuries that happen from those two things alone. Third-degree burns, if not a case of lockjaw when you come down that metal slide and you get cut by its fucking rusty edge. Now you need a tetanus shot at five. You want to you do right by kids, you get rid of that shit. Bud Light. Man, oh man, Budweiser is still going through this. I, I would, I look, look, hey, America, look, I understand that you're pissed off and you're mad. But come on, man. Come on. Bud Light has reportedly told wholesalers that they will be buying back unsold cases of beer that are past expiration dates as sales of the Bush-owned brand have lagged almost 25%. Couldn't fit on the slide, huh? No, I could fit on the slide. It just still burnt. Oh, those metal slides in the Bakersfield heat. One time I had my back of the head on the slide because there was a, a dip in the top and knocked myself out. Gen X, our playgrounds were survival of fittest test. It really was. I mean, you knew the 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 spinny thing, the merry-go-round type thing, not with the animals, but that one, the spinnaker thing. 
you know, you always had that one kid that would get in the middle there and everybody would fucking try to spin it as fast as they kid, and that kid's vomiting everywhere. The monkey bars. God, if you had no upper body strength or if you were fat, the monkey bars were never your friends. I don't know what's going to happen with this Bud Light thing. And the weird thing is is that this is continuing to happen to Bud Light, yet there are companies that are still going down this woke avenue. Do you not realize that that we we as a country have almost crippled the king of beers in America? Do you want to still keep fucking around with all this bullshit ideology? Do you want to walk around with this this attitude that somebody called you? I started the show, if you weren't here earlier, and I started the show with this sound effect of this gal who was going to a, a Jiffy Lube or something, and the, the uh, associate there walked out and said, Hey, young lady, what can we help you with today? And she was offended. And she's a lady. She's a gal. But she said, Oh, I felt so gendered. Why? Because somebody asked how you were doing today and how they could help you? Were you planning on going underneath the car and changing the oil yourself? Did you, did you think that this was like a fantasy camp Jiffy Lube? By the way, worst fantasy camp ever. Yeah, you, you don't know. Fantasy camps are like they, they used to do them for baseball. Like you get to go and you get to play with some legends. You get to go to spring training, and they'll give you a jersey, and you get to fucking play ball with the legends of that team. I mean, that would be a fantastic fantasy camp, I think. Idiots. I talked to a few of my store owner friends. They went from an order of Bud twice a week to twice a month. See, and this is the thing. I... What's it going to take for Budweiser? That, that, that's the question that I have. I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to use this break for you guys to answer that question. Uh, I've toyed with getting supervisors in trouble when I replied to an email. Thank you, sir, and whining to HR for being gendered. All right, so I'm going to take a break here, but I'm going to leave you with a question before I go into this great 80s music here. And, and the reason why I ask this, and, and, and look, I'll be completely transparent. One of my best friends has been newly hired by that company. And I don't want to see anything bad happen to my friend. So what should Budweiser do? I go to bed feeling the same 
statue of Lee Majors there. That's who was singing that, the unknown stuntman from the show The Fall Guy. But in the 70s, Lee Majors was the $6 million man. And he was also laying the pipe to fucking Farrah Fawcett, giving him the ultimate status of cool poobah. We have a statue of him on the island. By the way, the, the Secretary of Defense for Cool Guy Isle, or Isle of Cool, That'll be the enforcer himself, Arn Anderson. Arn Anderson will keep the aisle protected by his chest hair and his chest hair only. You want to fuck around with the island of cool, boy, you will find you will fuck around and find the hell out in a hurry. Now, uh, played there Dancing in the Dark, Bruce Springsteen. That's a song that gave us Courtney Cox. And then little John Cougar Mellencamp. That's back when he was John Cougar Mellencamp. The old Pink Houses song. That's totally 80s because MTV gave away a pink house once. Now, before the break, I left you with the question of what does Bud Light need to do? And you guys have answered. Uh, v Coop says, just give it time. Public has such a weak memory. Budweiser will come back in a few years bigger than ever. Okay. Alicia says, I think it's going to take some major groveling. It's going to require having more conservative-minded individuals taking over the company and making public announcements and apologize to their customers. Now, that's interesting because I saw a story about this, and they, could, they said they could go one of three ways, and the last way they thought was the best. They could grovel to the left, or they could grovel to the right. Those were the first two choices. Alicia's saying groveling to the right. The other choice was let Bud Light die. And then in a few months, introduce something called Light Budweiser. And over time, it'll go from Light Budweiser that you order in a bar to a Light Bud to simply Bud Light. Because, yes, I agree with V-Coop that Americans do have a short memory. But Alicia then wrote uh, something the tune of, as a company, our job is to listen to our customers, and we failed at that horrendously. 
And because of that, we paid dearly for it. At Bud, we want to work back into the good graces of our customers and the start we have with this is completely uh, restructuring our company and how it's run, making you, the consumer, our top priority. America and capitalism isn't dead. It taught Bud a good lesson, and because of that, you will not see this mistake made twice if you allow us back into your homes, hearts, and hands. Fuck, you would be a good PR person. Jesus. You, you could fucking write commercials for radio stations. That was written perfectly. Scott says if Budweiser wants to win their loyal customers back, they're going to have to swing the podium all the way back to the 70s and 80s, get Clint Eastwood, Kurt Russell, and An- Andrew Dice Clay as your spokesman. Bring back porn stars, not just playmates, all your signs and posters. Stinkfist says, I think it will all go away in time. We make cheap jokes about them, and I don't see it changing for a while. It seems to be a way to question one's masculinity now, at least with my immature friends and me, so I have no idea what they can do. Wait it out. Uh, Ken Dog says they should shut it down now. Tastes like piss anyway. Stroke it to the left, stroke it to the right. Rodeo Rock back in Reno. Depends on the overall actual revenue loss of Budweiser. I've read some uh, angles saying it's only been 1% to 2% because of just Bud Light losses. But that could be total spin. You also have to account for managerial ego uh, running things. Look at sports teams owners. They could brush this off as letting time get rid of it as well. Uh, Stinkfish says, God damn, Alicia needs to go work for him. Well, I've been thinking about this. Since I introduced those three things and the, the light Budweiser idea, and I still like the light Budweiser idea because it was mine, But I want to think about this on a business standpoint. Who did it piss off? It pissed off American beer drinkers. And a lot of it, did. You, this right here is the greatest marketing research that you could do. And it's going to cause, it's the most expensive that you could do. You just found out who your audience is for sure. Now, You could grovel to the left, but I have to ask you this question. If you grovel to the left, you're going to lose even more of those people on the other side. And that's your bread and butter is that other side, as we would call them in radio. You've lost your P1s. Do you know how hard that is to do? I mean, you've taken a playbook from the audacity fucking chapter of how to lose listeners audacity who's the owner of that that once was intercom a company that i work for their stock is worthless now because they've gone all woke with all their radio stations and people hate it and people aren't listening to it and radio stations around the country are seeing this okay you found a way to lose your P1s. Your P1s are your, they, they are there forever. They wear Metallica underwear, for God's sakes. And they aren't even listening to your station anymore. Rednecks in the South who drink Bud Light, who love Bud Light, are not drinking your product anymore because you piss them off. The people to grovel to would be to those people. 
You know all this beer that Budweiser is allegedly buying back now? How about Budweiser? You take all that beer and you just set it out in front of William Denny Stadium or whatever it's called. Brian Denny Stadium. I don't know what it, not Brian Denny Stadium. I don't know. Wherever Alabama plays. You put it there. You put it in front of the fucking DKR. Just pallets of free beer. You want to win people back, you better fucking start groveling and groveling soon. That shitty Clydesdale commercial running across America was an embarrassment. And what Miller has done by doubling down and trying to get rid of all the bikini posters that sold beer, you're doing it too. Zach, how to lose P1s in two steps. One, fire good talent. Step two, put on a safe, woke program. Well, Zach, guess what? You get one of these today, my friend. Correct the mundo. The Dims don't drink beer. They drink wine and piss. Bring it to Reginald Denny Stadium. It's made entirely of thrown bricks. Hashtag 1992 LA riots. God damn. That was still one of the greatest fucking things. It was horrible to watch, but it was awesome to see. I know that doesn't make any sense, but it sounded good, didn't it? It was awful to watch, but it was awesome to see. When he got clouded in the side of the head with that fucking rock and you saw his fucking skull move, you were like, damn. I'm just telling you right now, you're going to have Budweiser. And once again, once again, I when I saw this story, I, I wasn't... I I was mad about it, of course, but I was mad because this affects real people. Those those people that that the CEO of Budweiser and all those higher-ups at Budweiser, they don't ever have to worry about money. They don't ever have to worry about that. That's something that's in their rear view, okay? The people, though, that work for Budweiser and distributorships around the country who have absolutely, positively no say in what they do for national ads, these are the people that are affected. The guys who drive those beer trucks, they didn't have anything to do with this. I would imagine if you polled most of those guys that drove the beer trucks around town, they would hate this. They would hate it not only because it's cost them a lot of money, but they would hate it because it's stupid. And sadly, those are the people that are suffering. Don't forget the uh, Bud Light did a commercial in the 90s with dudes dressed in drag going out for ladies' night. Yeah, and it was a joke. I remember that one. I thought it was funny because it was back in the 90s, and they were making fun of it. Bud Light fix. have Have Trump do a commercial. Make Bud Light great again. Oh, my God. Holy shit, if if Donald Trump came out and <laughs> endorsed Bud Light, their sales would be through the roof. They'd either be through the roof or 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 he would kill his presidential chances. One of those two things. Also, a lot of their say uh, the their bonuses are based on say, absolutely. They're just hardworking people. They just happen to work for Budweiser. All right. 
Remember the SNL skit for Schmitz Gay? The Alphabet Mafia needs to start their own brewery with the same name. Schmitz Gay was one of the greatest ones ever. Adam Sandler and Chris Farley. Now, uh, you know, uh, we started last week, or we had this a few times last week. We started the show with it. We got it now. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, no, no, sadly, this is not celebrity-ass deathmatch, but it's fight time. Let's get it on! Here we go. I got three different videos for you, and yes, I will share. Uh, let's see. We're going to start at Chipotle. Now, 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 once again, once again, these are all going to be uh, incidents where people will end up going to jail, this time because... Um, uh, a man is seeing uh, hurling ingredient. Let, let, let's see the the violent taco rampage caught at a DC Chipotle. Let's see if I can first at ten thirty though. A man goes on a violent rampage inside a Chipotle yeah, in Northwest DC. You got to see this video to believe it. Shamari Stone has the exclusive story tonight. What happened here, Shamari? You guys, it's unbelievable. I mean, when you look at this video, you're thinking to yourself, what set this guy allegedly off? Well, we're inside the Chipotle right now, and he was just standing right here by the counter. He ordered some tacos, and things got out of hand. Now, this is what he was supposed to get. These tacos, right? No, that's not what happened. In fact, he started throwing stuff, you'll see on the video. Let's get to the video, Ollie. The employee went into the kitchen to try and protect herself. She doesn't want to be identified, but she says that this whole rampage started over some tacos. Let's roll some video right now and show you this exclusive go. surveillance video. All right. There's the guy. Uh, you can see it right here. The employee Moving told down. me the man orders his tacos and she starts making them behind the counter. It appears she walks that away. the man tries to grab the food. She believes he's trying to steal the food. Okay. But he is too slow. He starts grabbing lettuce and all types of food, chucking it at her, throwing it at her. Throwing the napkins. The throws it all in the trash. Oh, no. You threw now, a napkin? this second video. No, no, no. Now he threw a computer a monitor. Green backpack, T-shirt, dark pants, grabbing the stack of napkins, throwing the display, the register at the Chipotle employee. And in an interview, you'll see only on Fox Only. 5, she tells me why he got so angry over the tacos. He tried to steal them, and he didn't get away with it because I threw them in the trash. And then he just got mad after that. And what was going through your mind? I mean, you make a lot of tacos for people at this Chipotle. Yeah, Have you ever had a customer do this? Man. No. No, a lot of crazy stuff happened at this Chipotle, but not that. Now, now she sounds kind of familiar. Could this be? But I just came out here to clear his name because I, I just, I don't want him to go to jail or nothing like that. And I know they looking for him. They're not going to find him. He at my mama house. Uh -oh. Him and James at my mama house. Oh, no. Chilling. No, they waiting for me to pick them up right now, but I'm about to leave. Is this live? Uh-oh. This is live. Oh, shit. Hey, J James and um and Big Mike, if y'all watch, I'm on my way to come get y'all now, dog. Y'all know I got y'all. Y'all know I got y'all. You know my man's baby. You know I got you. Even though we ain't officially married, I, after I do this, you better marry me. After I do this, but I want to give a shout out to my Instagram real quick. She tally. <laughs> <sighs> now, one video did not come through a, a fight video, and, and I got to tell you, the fight video wasn't that great because it was we didn't we. We didn't get all of the fight video. It was a fight at a Dollar Tree where an employee got taken to the ground and was repeatedly, shots were raining down, but we didn't get to see much that led to that. So our last fight of the day happened at a youth sporting event, 
and you know how much I love those. This could be the leader so far of fight of the year. A wild fight between a parent and a referee spilled onto the court during a youth basketball game in Indiana. Please give me the age of these kids. All right, I'm I'm thinking mid-teens, early high school. An incident occurred during the eighth grade boys basketball between Team Robinson and the Blue Water Hurricanes, who lost the game 78 to 7. Wait a second. You lost a basketball game by 71 points? A spectator who approached the referee reportedly was a parent of the Blue Water Hurricanes. So the losing team dad. So this is a white dad coming out of the stands. Here we go. We're going we're, we're gonna to watch this in here. I'm hitting play. All right, we're out of the stands. There ain't no sound. Guy who's uh, got a ball cap on. Oh, oh, he's raining shots down on the referee. Referee double leg takedown. Oh, you ain't going to fuck with him. He might know some jujitsu. And and the kids are pointing and laughing at the camera. The the referee, uh, a large African-American fellow who took down the dad, who kind of looks like AJ Styles, but not, not as muscular or talented fighting-wise. I mean, the dad started raining down shots on the referee. Now the referee's like, oh, you better hold me back. All right, we 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 still don't have her for a, a winner for fight of the year. Yeah, it, it was okay. It was okay. I mean, the 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 cool part was that there were kids that got to see it, and you know, it's all about the kids for me. And by the way, anytime you find video of people fighting, especially at like children's events, Disney World, Disneyland, I, I go really ape shit for the Chuck E. Cheese ones though. I love the Chuck E. Cheese. And see, because we, we no longer have Toys R Us to count on for Black Friday or, or whatever we call it now, non-white Friday. I, I'm not sure because I don't want to be racist. But you know how you have the Black Friday sales? And it, I used to love it. Adios, Ogre. Have a great day, my friend. I used to love waking up the day after Thanksgiving, A, because I had the day off. It was fantastic. And B, I knew I could turn on my television on any of the, the major networks that had morning television coverage, news coverage. And I would see at least one or two fights from T- Toys R Us around the country. It, th- that's actually what put me in the holiday spirit. And why did that put me in the holiday spirit? Because... And hate is a hell of a motivator. It really is. And it makes me hate our society even more. Reminds me of Bob Euchre in Major League when the fight starts. It's about time. It's 78 to 7. No shit. All right. Boy, do we have some fucking doozies now for you. Are you ready to lose your mind about this? Now, now we've talked about air travel in the past and how rude people can be on airlines. The people who take their shoes off and, and, and clip their toenails. I, I, I think that's just, that's just gross. Now, I'll say this. When I get on a plane, I stay in my seat. I don't get up to pee. I, I don't take, you know, transcontinental flights. My flights are usually about two or three hours at most because otherwise I get a little cranky. And then bratty kid starts to do this impersonation of me. 
that if anybody tells her this, I will deny it. It is spot on, and it does ruffle my feathers. But don't tell her. And if I'm on a plane and I'm sitting there, I know how to fly. I'm smart when it comes to flying. I know not to wear cowboy boots when I go because I got to take the boots off. So I wear sandals when I fly. I wear my slides. And if my feet are under the chair in front of me, I will slide my shoes off and I'll put my heels on the back of the heels of the shoes and I'll be barefoot. Okay? Now, I don't take my feet out and then show them to people or clip the nails because that's gross. But I think somebody has jumped the shark. Uh, what does she do? You, you'd have to see it. I, I, I can't do it because it's just me, but, but it is pretty funny. Uh, her impersonation of me. Um, a traveler has sparked debate after she complained about a pal- fellow passenger's uh, act on a plane. Uh, the one woman snapped an image of a fellow passenger sitting in the front of her doing this act. So, ask family, we get to do this right now. You make the call. How would you react? If there was a woman painting her nails, fingernails, fingernails, on the plane. You make the call. Now, 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 as you're, you're, you're thinking about this, I want you to think about how bad nail polish smells. There's some people that like the smell. The, the, the worst smell, we can all agree, right, that one of the worst smells known to mankind Is whenever you walk by, like if you, it, y'all ever shop at J.C. Penny? Yeah, y'all ever shop at Sears or or any of them kind of stores that have a hair salon in there? And you walk by that hair salon, and you get that smell. Oh, we all know. Every man knows that smell. That smell is horrendous. That 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 smell is like just just death. But I got to say, fingernail polish is pretty bad. So a gal is on your flight. She's sitting in front of you. She's got her fucking air blowing on there. And she starts painting her nails. What do you do? You make the call. Let's see. CA says, I'd rather she not paint her nails, but I'm not going to say anything. Okay. Cowboys Girl says, I'd probably say something because it stinks and we're all sharing air. It's just rude. I'm sorry. I did not play this. What call did you make? There we go. Okay. I would be pissed. That smell is god-awful. Alicia says, yell out loud, whoever's being an asshole and painting their nails on the plane, you got to stop. The smell is horrible. Sassy Pammy, the adult of the group, ignore her. Pam, you're no fun. I would ignore her. Well, aren't you Miss Grown Up? Aren't you, aren't you the, the, the wisest of us all? I would just ignore her, Arnie. I don't understand why this is a big to-do. Stingfist says, I don't think it would bother me. I have a wife and a daughter. I'm used to it. Okay, all right, fair enough. I probably wouldn't say anything. I mean, I mean uh, yeah, I probably wouldn't say anything, but the passive-aggressive side of me I might bump her when I'm walking out. Just saying. Just saying. Fred says, what a show wrecker. 
That's Sassy Pammy, the show wrecking home wrecker. If she doesn't and the stewardess doesn't do anything, I'm finding this bitch sitting next to her and I'm going to fart. See, that's why I love it. Alicia, you wouldn't need to do that. Just put her in a fucking chokehold. Just, just put her in a fucking triangle death lock. Just grab her arm, bend it in the way it's not supposed to, and say, hey, if you got, you want to keep painting, I'm going to break this one. And you got to say this one. This apostrophe in. That's how we speak here. This one. Look here. That's a, that's a great way to start the sentence. Look here. Look here. You're fixing. That means about. See, I'm, I'm giving you all a lesson in texting real quick. Look here. If you don't quit putting that nail polish on, I'm fixing to break your fucking arm. That, that's all you got to say. That's just nasty. That, and, and by the way, that, that it, it is rude. Aren't the fumes flammable? Shouldn't that be allowed on planning? I do not know. I'm not aware of that. Man, oh, man. If that shit's flammable and I missed out on that my growing up ages... I could have burned that shit. Oh, every little boy. Look, look, once again. Braddy Kid just gave you an example of what she would do on the plane. Arnie would be throwing his arms up saying, Jesus Christ, come on. Really? Painting your fucking nails? There you go. Ta-da. There you go. You throw her a fish, she performed for you. Hell, I'd have burnt the shit out of that because every little boy burns shit. Every little boy will find gasoline and fucking try to burn something with it. Boys like fire. The end. All right, so this gal painting her nails. Yes, I'd lose my shit on that probably. If I smelled it, I'd lose it. I'd be like, you got to be kidding me. Oh, gosh. Oh, man. What story do I go to next? You know what? Let, let, let's do this one here because I, I need some time here. Oh, boy. Holy shit. Oh, this is graphic video. Oh, we got graphic video for you. Hold on a second here. This is thanks for Braddy Kid. Um, graphic new video. Shows a 23-year-old flailing his arms in the water, trying to strike the gator before collapsing in the water. His buddies drag him out to discover the horrifying results of the attack. Where did this fucking happen? Port Charlotte? Oh, a shocking. You know what? Hold on a second. We haven't done it in a while. Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake, Florida is the South's trash can. We have a problem in Florida right now, buddy. Yeah, we do, because I have to watch these damn TMZ ads forever. I got it off your website. You should be happy. I don't need to see what your damn liberal show's all about now. Here we go. The attack. Hey, come here. Come here, bro. Hey, this nigga got bit by an alligator, bro. This nigga, what the fuck? Yo, grab my hand. His whole arm came off, bro. He, he Yo, bro. You think arm. his arm got yeah, bitten off? I'm gonna shine a light. I'm gonna shine a light. Get him the fuck out of the water. 
You're good. You're good, dude. Why don't you're you good. pick him up? You're dragging you're him through right. dirt. Right. And he's Roll got a stump. Oh, my God, he's got a stump. Holy Lord, there's bone sticking out. Oh, my God, there's bone. Bone is showing. You're not stopping shit. With the cigarette in your mouth. Oh, my God, this is the most Florida video ever. He has to look. It's Ian. He's not taking the cigarette out of his mouth. Stay calm. Look at me. I got you. You're good, brother. You're good, brother. Where'd the cigarette go? Where'd the cigarette go? Yes. Gone. Yes. You're good, brother. Right. I've got a tourniquet on. They need to fucking get here. There's a tourniquet on it. You're a soldier, bro. You They need to get here. Stay away, brother. Stay away. No. Stay away. Go to the light. Stay away, brother. No, wait, where we go? They're getting him to the ambulance. Motherfucker, there's bone hanging out of his arm. Bone. The victim, a 23-year-old, was attacked Sunday morning in a pond behind Bandito's Bar in Port Charlotte. Oh, God. If I've seen this once, I've seen it a thousand times. This is probably over a woman. Some bar dispute gone wrong between the guy and the alligator. The alligator's trying to put the moves on a lady, and this guy sashays in there. Alligator's like, can I see you outside? Ha! And, and, and it's like, hey, man, I, I, I was hitting on that gal. And the guy's like, I don't care. You're an alligator. I'm a man. I got a bigger penis than you. And then the alligator just said, <laughs> uh, the 10 and a half foot gator was caught. I wouldn't fuck with that damn thing. Let that thing go. Man, oh, man, if, I, if I'm the owner of Banditos, I am using this as marketing 101. Come see where dude got his arm clean bitten off. And his, his medical team, Smokey Jim, he's putting a tourniquet on a dude's arm, and he just fired up a fucking a heater. He's, and the cigarette's just hanging there, and it's fucking smoking, and he's putting a tourniquet on a guy. Oh, man. Oh, that's fantastic. This feels more like real dad stepdaddy fight vibe. Oh, no, this is this is an alligator just going crazy. I love it. I love that shit. That is fantastic. What's worse, dying from a shark bite or waking up in a Florida hospital? Well, you know what, uh, you, Scott? Great question. Great question. I'm going to tell you, this is what. Um, what's worse, dying from a shark bite or wake, waking up in a Florida hospital because you know that you're going to be addicted to something? You know you're either going to be addicted to opioids, methamphetamine, bath salts, whatever they got. You're going to be addicted to it because that's what they're going to use to numb your pain. Alicia, in the medical profession, says, I'm going with shark bite. Florida hospitals would be interesting. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm telling you right now, I do not want to wake up in a Florida hospital. No siree, Bob. If he had used the lit cigarette on the wound, I would have fell out of my chair. Oh, my God. If he would have tried to burn that shit out. 
I saw this lady, and Alicia and I were texting back and forth yesterday because she has some kind of crazy. Alicia's the biggest hippie on this show because she uses the earth to, to, you know, heal and and protect her children and all this kind of stuff, right? And uh, I I saw this recently, and I ran this by her, and she's going to do some hippie investigating into it. I saw this gal talking about cayenne pepper, okay? She said, a spoonful of cayenne pepper, if you got an ulcer, a spoonful of cayenne pepper will help because... The, the shit in cayenne pepper is, is like, helps stop bleeding and shit like that. And I'm watching this video, and it's like a three-and-a-half-minute video, and I'm, I'm interested in it, I'm listening to it. And she even talks about if you have an open wound. Like, I don't know, like a scab or you got cut, something like that. She says put some cayenne pepper in there. Now, now, now real quick, uh... <laughs> Honey, you better slow your roll. I ain't going to put no... If somebody cut me... If I if I got a big old gash on my arm, I ain't looking for no cayenne pepper. Cause real quick, that might help stop the bleeding a little bit, but it's gonna burn. You know how bad that's gonna burn? And you have to say it like that burn. Cause I can already feel the pain. She was kind of British. Hey, blow I me, mean, just put some cayenne pepper on it. I'm like, fuck you. I'll rub dirt on it before I put cayenne pepper on it. That's for damn sure. Boy, oh boy, these last three stories. Let let me tell you, I found two of these last three stories this morning, and the other one I found yesterday, and I knew it was going to be the last story of the show. I, I it was the first story I wrote in on the paper today, the last story of the show, because I knew I knew what it was. It, it was perfect, and then these last two that came in almost challenged it, especially the next one. You're going to come to Alicia's Holistic Household Remedies. Hey, if you can find me something good for razor burn, I'm down. Man, oh, man. It's that time of year where, where weddings are taking place. By the way, by the way, if you're, you're a young lady and you want to you wanna plan your wedding and, and you're a young fella and you don't know anything about weddings, once again, um, this is why you come to this show. Because this show is about one thing. And mainly one thing only, uh, when I think about it, this show is about education. If you are planning a wedding, okay? Now, and, and this is really, 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 really. Uh, I'll be making some new stuff here shortly. I'll send it your way. Thank you, Alicia. I appreciate that. Um, y- y'all need to know something about people in the South, especially from... Uh, I'll go, I'll go from, from West Texas... Oklahoma, even though I hate mentioning them in the same sentence, um, and, and and east of that, all the way up to about South Carolina. You got your Kentuckys in there and all this kind of stuff. Never, ever plan a wedding after August 28th. Between August 28th and September 10th. I'll say to, 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 to be safe. Because you usually get married on a Saturday, and, and that, those are college football days. Every man who's attending your wedding between August 28th and, uh, what did I say, December 10th, every man who's from the South, every woman's from the South that, that's attending that wedding hates your guts. 
unless it's a bye week. Then, then you, you, you're a savior. But if it's not a bye week and you get scheduled to get married during college football season, boy, you are a special kind of fucking selfish. I'm just telling you that right now. No, I will not be attending. Sorry. Um, now, this is a wedding. It has nothing to do with this. Um, I, I, I'm going to play this wedding planner. Uh, she tells the story even better than I can, so here you go. Oh, come on. Really? Jesus. Just because I didn't get on it soon enough, you're not giving me the volume? You're a bunch of tallywhackers. Because I don't want to tell the story. I want this British lady to tell it. I've told enough stories. Come on. All right, let's see. Let's see if it plays. It's fast forwarding to his... I've got a, another story go. to tell you. I can't tell you who told me because I'm not really allowed to tell the Fraud. story. But I'm going to tell the story anyway. Uh-oh. So there was a wedding, and they did the wedding. Bride and groom got married. It was a lovely ceremony. Drinks reception. Sat down for wedding breakfast. Had their food. Speeches after food. Father of the bride does his thing. Groom stands up and says, just before I, like, properly get started. Keep playing. And says, just before I, like, properly get started, I'm just, there's some envelopes going around now. If you could all open them up. Um, yeah, those are pictures of the bride being the best man. So <clears throat> I'll be leaving now. Dropped the microphone and him and all his family knew about it and left because they wanted the bride to have had to have paid for the food properly. Oh! So the bride paid for everything. The, the bride's family paid for everything. Snap! Oh, man! Holy shit! If you if you need a translator, I can help you because that English is fucked up English. Um, what happened was there was a big old wedding, right? The 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 bride's parents paid for everything, so old schoolish. The groom found out that the bride was cheating with the best best man, and they took pictures of it, and then handed it to everybody at the wedding. He then dropped the mic, and he and his family got up and walked out after everything was paid for. I, I, I th- th- you know what? Th- this guy gets some major status here. Let me tell you. When last year I spent more money on spilt liquor and bars from one side of this world to the other than you made, you talking to the Rolex wearing diamond ring wearing. Kiss stealing, woo, wheeling, dealing, limousine riding, jet flying, son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. Woo! I mean, woo! That right there, that's legendary. That guy, that guy right there should write a book. That guy can come to the Isle of Cool anytime. Man, oh man, I thought I was good at getting revenge. Not only did this embarrass the shit out of the bride and her family, but it also cost them thousands of dollars. 
Oh, depending on when the groom knew about this, because I, I, I mean, I'm starting to feel that tingly feeling, because once again, as we, we, we've learned today, that and hate is a hell of a motivator. Like, like, did he find out when they were like shopping for stuff, like cakes and stuff? And he, and he's helping pick out the most expensive shit. Like the wedding cake costs like twenty five thousand dollars. Yeah, there are cakes that cost that much. Don't don't get me started. Look 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 here. I I don't want to tell anybody what kind of wedding to have or anything like that. If your cake costs twenty five thousand dollars and you tell me about it, I'm gonna put my dick in the cake. Just telling you that right now. A twenty five thousand dollar cake, really? You're that important that you need a cake that costs twenty five thousand dollars. That's a car. I feel bad for the bride's family. I would be so embarrassed and angry at my sister for doing this shit to my parents and being such a whore. See, that, that, that's, that's just the ripple effect. See, this is the kind of shit I wish would happen to weddings that I ever went to. Boy, I'd pray, man. You pray for that moment. Like, like if you're, 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 you're a bad person like me, because let's all remember this real quick. You need people like me so you can point your fucking fingers and say, that's the bad guy. I'm the guy at the wedding who hopes that somebody has something to say. I'm the guy at the wedding that hopes one of the two says, no, I can't do it, and then storms away. I'm that guy. And the reason why I'm that guy is because I need to be entertained. See, that's the problem with Gen X, is that we, we found things to entertain us. And now my entertainment level is so, it's such a twisted fucking entertainment level that I love that. I, I like watching parents fight in front of children. Oh, before anybody tries to analyze me, I am so fucked up in the head. It's unbelievable. Sigmund Freud couldn't do enough cocaine and treat me at the same time. So, Ani, he, he's Austrian. Ani, uh, why do you find so much enjoyment when you see people fail? Because <laughs> it's funny. I mean, that, that, look, look, truth of the matter is this. Is it sad? Oh, yeah. Do I feel bad for the bride's family that they had to shell out all this kind of money? Absolutely. It's horrible. But, um, oh, Clint Black's coming? Ooh. Oh, it's been moved to August 5th. Okay, Clint Black's going to be there. Billy Bob's, I'm not going to that. Sammy Kershaw, God, no. Who the fuck wants to see Sammy Kershaw? Boy, oh, boy. All right. I'm going to do this one first. I'm moving the original last story to this. At least as I would disown my daughter until she paid for it all. All right. Okay. This is our, our, our first story here in the, the gruesome, twosome ending of today's show. Um, Letitia Jones, this is the, she's 22 years old, and she was going to medical school and decided, you know what, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to drop out of medical school because I'm making too much money on my own here. She says, oh, blimey, it all started as a fluke. And now I've been doing it for four years. You're asking yourself, well, what does she do? 
How was she able to pay off an $11,000 debt and quit her job simply by doing this one thing? Now, she's relatively attractive-ish. But I got to say, this is weird, and leave it to the British for this to be weird. Um, she, She sells bottles of her spit. Yeah, that, that, that's right. Um, and she started doing an OnlyFans page first, and then people were asking her to, to spit in jars and mail them to her. Then people wanted her use shower water. She says, when I first got asked for a bottle of my spit, I thought it was a joke and that it couldn't be serious until I realized it was. I agreed and asked for 300 almost $400, 300 pounds. That was the highest number I could think of. He then asked for my bank details and paid it. Now, they wrote this to be, they, they, they didn't think they'd get somebody like me here and know what this term means in the sex world. From there, Jones's success began to snowball. Really? Come on now. Until she was selling her spit take several times a week for hundreds of dollars a bottle. The most she's made from a bottle of spit is close to $2,000. Is Copenhagen in the spit extra? Well, I guess if she's showing a vial of it, you know, in it, oh, she's not attractive. She ain't that attractive. The fuck is wrong with you, damn weirdos? I, I, I just got to say, that that's just wrong. Now, now, if anybody would like vials of my Copenhagen spit, I could be a gozillionaire. I'd be like a Saudi Arabian with spit. Oh, man, I'm just telling you right now, I've got plethora of it. Come on down. $59.99 a vial. That, that, that's what I'll start with. $59.99 a vial. I'll tell you what, in about two months, I will be driving the fucking, uh, a Mercedes that is covered in diamonds. And I'll be walking a leopard on my fancy vacation at the UAE because I can finally afford to go there. <laughs> how, how does one come up with that idea? Not her. Not, I, I, I'm talking about the, the person that said, hey, can you, can you send me a bottle of your spit? Like, what, what is truly wrong? I, I know what he's going to use it for. I already know. It's gross. But, but we're, we're, hey, uh, I, I don't even, yeah. can I get a bottle of your spit? <laughs> sure. No problem. Fifty nine ninety nine 99 Radio one at gmail.com. You email me and I'll keep it a secret. For a little while. And now that wild OnlyFans page coming up again. An OnlyFans creator has gone viral after revealing what has happened to her recently. Um, this gal's name is Ty, whose TikTok username is Ta One Law. How she was discovering that one of her top subscribers wasn't who they said they were. 
You see the young lady. That's an expensive jack-off sesh. No shit. The young lady spotted some unusual activities going on with the same username as one of her most prolific OnlyFans subscribers in her TikTok content. She was then able to tell that the TikTok user was somebody listed in her phone contacts, and via process of elimination, she learned who it was. And who was it? It was her stepdaddy. Her stepdaddy that she knew since she was 11. Holy shit! He subscribed to her OnlyFans page, spending close to $2,000. She claims that one of the specific requests, including asking her to take pictures in her bedroom, which he has access to. Oh, Alicia, it gets worse. He asked his stepdaughter to rate his penis. Which, by the way, she did before she realized who it was. Oh, blimey, that's a nice cock. She revealed the truth to him that she knew, and she said, you need to tell my mom. He wanted to talk to her, and she said, no, no, you got to tell my mom. By the way, when she did take his call, the mom was on the other end of the line. While stepdad claimed to have subscribed to help Tia's welfare, she was not having any of excuses, said, quote, I said $2,000 for my welfare? By the way, mom has dumped the stepdad. By the way, she, she this girl's like 25 now. The mom has been with the stepdad for at least 14 years. And, and, and he's spanking it to his stepdaughter. And you guys thought those pornos were fake. That's fucking horrendous, man. Rate my penis. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. I can't end a show much better than that, people. Oh, man. Uh, we will be back tomorrow. Same morning time, same morning channel. Please remember every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. As family, I hope that y'all have a fantastic day. And that these stories kind of live with y'all day because God knows they're going to live with me. So until tomorrow, adios, everybody. Uh You've got to have an ace in the hole, a little secret that nobody knows. 
life is a gamble, a game we all play But you need to save something for a rainy day You've got to learn to play your cards right If you expect to win in life Don't put it all on the line for just one roll You've got to have an ace in the hole If you're headed down one-way street Way you want to go And money or love Or all the above Have a little more Than what you show When life deals out A surprise Have a few surprises Of your own No matter what you do No matter where you go You've got to have An ace in the hole You've got to have An ace Secret that nobody knows Life is a gamble A game we all play But you need to save something For a rainy day You've got to learn to play Your cards right If you expect to win In life Don't put it all On the line for just one roll You've got to have An ace in the hole is outside waiting to arrest him.